and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. All right. Matt Murray. All right. James Farley back in the house. Hello. James, you got some news, haven't you? What what news? You're a doctor <laughs> now, aren't you? I am, yeah. Yeah. Are you officially a doctor yet, or have you still got to finish a couple of things off? No, I've still got a couple of things I've got to finish off and submit like the final thing, but yeah, it's it's done. I've just got to give it in, and then it's done, and then that's it. Right, so th- I've, I've been thinking about this a lot over the past, well, for a couple of months, actually, <laughs> and um, every time we've spoken about this, I've been adamant that I am never, ever going to call you doctor, ever. I'm never going to give you that right, and... Um, <laughs> And then I thought, I totally had a 180 like in the week when we were talking about it again. I thought, hold on. Actually, I think, personally, James will find it even more irritating if I only ever refer to him as Doctor. So um, <laughs> I think that's the way I'm going to go with it. What do you reckon? So you're actually... You like pro- that, James? Well, like, the thing is, you're probably actually right about that because I already feel, to be honest, feel very uncomfortable by it. So... I think, yeah, that probably will make me feel worse. So, yeah, go ahead. And we've got a long drive next week. And yeah. no doubt, knowing us two, we'll be stopping off in a couple of service stations. And I will be shouting across the thing, Dr. Farley, uh, at the top of my voice uh, several times. That'd so be the worst. I'm looking forward to that. Look- yeah, that, yep. that, that'd be the worst. Don't do that. Can't wait. I've cracked it. I've found the worst possible thing that could happen, and that's what it is. Um, Hello, and welcome back to the Computer Game Show. We are back for another week of talking about computer games. Matt, was there any follow-up this week? Uh, No, there there was, at one point, a massive conversation uh, on Twitter between Liam Cox and and, uh, Gargett and everyone... um, about to pronounce it, about you know, about how to pronounce uh, smo, smoff, etc. But um, let's not go into it. It was it that was, was two weeks ago, though, right? No, no, no. There was another. It like, there was another one this week with. Uh, yeah, I think we've ruffled a few feathers as well with the cane and rinse lot. You know what I mean? Mixing it up a little bit. They're like, you know, I, I noticed a few comments about the stuff we were saying about Josh last week, uh, and well, you know what I mean? Come on, have a go if you figure out enough, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, in terms of the, the pronunciation, the final word is basically um, it. It sound it's basically like it's sumo, but basically because no, it's sumo, but no, but because sue is shorter, it's actually smo. It's like s anyway. It's smo. That the answer yeah. is it's, it's smo. It's, it's, the, it's the Japanese thing of not being able to have two consonants next to each yeah, other. Basically, yeah. so. and the Sean Bell thing of trying to be different. Yeah, boy. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, another thing that happened this week is we had a text message. We've got a group set up on WhatsApp um, that's all about the computer game show, and it's filled with banter throughout the week. Oh, right. um, this week, we had a text message from Matt. I think it was Friday. Uh, guys, I think we should organise a meeting for the uh, PSVR weekend we've got planned. Um, how's Saturday for everyone? Then there was just silence. And then it was, or, or Sunday, we could do Sunday. Then there was just silence. And then a couple of days later, the next message in that group was, should we just chat before the show? <laughs> and everyone Still just went, yeah, no. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Matt was, I suppose you were a little bit late because you're training for your Pez League that we've got set up, yeah. right? Yeah, big training match. Um, so I said, why don't we just do it on the show? Let's, let's uh, let people behind the curtain and see what happens. I can't wait to hear what your agenda is, Matt. I can't. I didn't really I can't want to do possibly it on the show. imagine. I don't care. I, I just can't possibly imagine 
what you've got to say and what questions you've got to ask. So go, let's do it. Well, let's it, have this meeting. Innocent. I just thought, why don't we have a little chat on the weekend and we can discuss things in case, well, this is going to sound quite mumsy, but in case I need to get stuff in, as it were. Um, so, well, do we, do we really need to do this on the show? Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> well, when else are we going to do it? Go well, on. We, we could have done it on Saturday when I asked everyone. I just want to hear what you want to ask. Like, I'm Dave, intrigued. Dave, uh, first question to you. Are you bringing your blow-up bed? Oh yeah, I'll bring my blow up bed. I'll, oh shit, I've got to get that sorted. Right, okay. Before, then yeah, yeah, I'll bring a blow up bed. Okay, then uh, Sean, if, if if you can stay in the spare room, uh, James and Dave, you can sleep downstairs. Um, hang on, I've got to do not, hang on, this hey, is boring. Oh, I'm not sleeping where he is. Not not I, again. I thought that was why the best, best for everyone. <laughs> well, with two things, James, why not? Because last Cause time I've got two rebuttals to this already. Well, okay, last time you you snore like ridiculously. I was going to say I do snore ridiculously, but so. Do you, right? <laughs> you snore like a motherfucker as well. But carry on. What's the next thing? Also, uh, like okay. you keep you keep trying to play games like as well. Like you know, you, you don't want to go to bed, and it's annoying. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I'm not twelve. Well, it's like when you say play games, you mean like on a console? It's like oh, just get let's get in our sleeping bags. We'll have a game of Nightworms. It, it just looks. Oh, that sounds amazing. Actually, that, I'm up sleeping downstairs. Looks under a duvet, and I'm sitting there playing Lights Out. Unfortunately, <laughs> fortunately, it's just Pez. It's usually just okay. Pez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James, Although it's Matt that usually bows out of Pez first, right? Well, yeah. uh, James, are you like to go to bed at 10 o'clock or are you going to be like a 4 a.m.? <laughs> because that might just tell him where people sleep. I don't know. See, the thing it's, is, Matt, I mean, I'm tired now. right now. You know, so... Oh, you, know, <laughs> you might sleep in my bed and I'll, I'll, I'll change the sheets. It's okay. But, okay, yeah. next. Next um, next point I on the agenda. I want to I had any food allergies. This shouldn't be on the podcast. Are you being serious? <laughs> I want to know what everyone serious? to eat so I can get food is that a in. Serious que- is that a serious thing? What if anyone's like extremely picky about food? And if you wanted to go out for a curry on Friday night or... What I know, what I know is like, what I really like about this question is that it's specifically aimed at Sean. Yeah, because you we, know that me and, what me and James eat. I just, right, we've been I up there many times. It's like, you know what we eat. Yeah, well, I know you two eat anything, but I just wanted to make Sean felt comfortable in my house. <laughs> Sean, Sean have you got any food allergies? Do you mind a curry on a Friday? Oh, I, don't, uh, yeah, I don't eat any sort of wheat. I have no, no known allergies. No, 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 no next, known allergies. Next Good question. Um... I, I had more. I, I, I'll probably drop some in j- during the show. I just want to make sure I've had a nice weekend. Matt, you were going to get us together on yeah, that I Saturday night minutes. for that. <laughs> I didn't have an agenda. You could have just put those messages in the group chat. I, Matt. Want, I, want, I, I, I always wanted to talk about the live show, the live thing we're going to do. Right, okay, so live thing, what are we going to do? Well, I wanted to know what time everyone wanted to do it. I think 7 o'clock Look, on Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do. I'm going to be pretty pissed by seven o'clock on Saturday. By seven o'clock? Well, okay, good. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will start drinking about half eleven on the so Saturday. What, are we saying earlier, later, what? Um, I don't know. It just depends how coherent you want me. I mean, the further we get into Saturday, the worse it's going to get. And no one likes a drunk podcast. Have you have you heard podcasts where they try and drink during the show? No, like properly that. drink. It's awful. It's an absolute, it's an absolute nightmare. I've never heard a good one. Okay, I'm okay, I'm gonna say seven o'clock on Saturday then. Oh, tell I have heard a good one when Chet and John did it and they were absolutely just, that Chet was, was good. just like slurring his words <laughs> right. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Um okay, cool. Seven did o'clock you, on what, Saturday. What? what? We'll do okay. 
So should we aim for seven o'clock on Saturday then, yeah? Because yeah, then well, the football's that, out of the way. Well, that's what I've said it on our YouTube channel. So yes, let's let's go seven. Okay, we're streaming on YouTube. Yeah, so the plan is, <clears throat> so for those of you who didn't listen to last week's show, and if so, what the fuck are you doing here right now? Go back and listen to that one. But we're going to, we're going to, I say potentially, we're definitely going to do a, we're going to basically live stream a podcast on Saturday, the 15th of October. Uh, I just thought, as everyone's coming to my house and PSVR's out, why don't we try and do something stupid? And that's what we're going to try and do. So we've... We, we've got like we've got webcams we've got a usb mic i picked up six gopros from work i, I went i don't <laughs> oh, know why. No. I, just, I just did um, are you, you gonna, no, be, like, are you gonna I... be like putting these on our heads as soon as we get there and then just like no, screaming we're constantly. not creating like an action we're not creating like a sports <laughs> action film we're just they're in the room do you know what's and going every bedroom <laughs> Do you know what's going is that I haven't got a GoPro here because sticking it on my head and filming the whole trip down with James is going. That would just be brilliant. But because because I've got that camera on my head, I will be constantly winding James up. But now I can't do that. I'm bringing my Vita. That's um, I'm just... <laughs> so yeah. So we're gonna like we're basically gonna <clears throat> do like I guess the podcast, but on video, live on YouTube. Uh, the audio will be available as as a podcast later in the week, of course. But if you want to watch us <clears throat> talk about. Well, one, we're going to record in the same room together for the first time. I mean, we've, we've probably recorded other podcasts together. I know we did one at EGX a couple of years ago, but or a few yeah. years ago. Either way, we're going to be recording the Computer Game Show live. We're going to stream it on YouTube uh, Saturday the 15th of October at 7 o'clock. So if you go to youtube.com slash computer game show, there's like a little reminder thing. You can go on there. You can set a reminder. It will notify you when the show's going live. Um, and Matt, of course, we'll be tweeting it about too- it in the lead up. Is it too difficult now to fix GoPros to our forehead and have a web page where people could just flick between whose eyes they want to see through on the podcast? <laughs> it, I kind of think that easier. would be amazing. That would be totally amazing to do that. It'd be easier, surely, just to like get some gaffer tape and like stick our iPhones with Periscope on to our head. Let's just do that instead. I'm not doing that. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so in, to, summar- to summarise today's meeting, um, I'm bringing a blow-up bed. There are no food allergies, and we're streaming at seven o'clock. We're going for a curry on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Any, for that? any other business? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm up for a curry. I'm always up for a curry. Bang um, up for a curry, cool. boy. We'll, you know what I mean? We'll probably have some like uh, Mark from Spong might be there. My other mate James might be there. It's going to be. I'll it. leave off. Um, I think that's about it. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I've been quite mumsy over this whole thing, so I'll probably have lots more questions than itinerary uh, on the Friday, guys. Okay. Please don't do, Matt, please don't do an itinerary. I don't, starters, I don't even know what that means, so no, I won't be doing that. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to get very, very, um, drunk. So chuck that out the window, all right? It's very rare that I get away from this family. And uh, this weekend, I'm really going to take advantage of it. I'm going to drink a lot oh, of alcohol. Sorry, um, obviously, Sean. Joe's just walked in the room. She looks furious. But uh, so she's heard that bit. But uh, <laughs> see, I was gonna get what, very drunk. This is what I was worried about, and I was hoping that Sean was going to be like a moderating influence on like the whole thing. But no, you're I'm just going to go be... mad, aren't you, Dave? No, Sean's <laughs> just going to try. To, Sean's just going to spur me on. Like <laughs> knowing that he's not drinking and he's being his dad self is going to just have the complete opposite effect. Um, I'm going to go mental. <laughs> I'm just worried, Dave, of you drinking and also trying out VR. I might have to bring sick buckets. Uh, I'm not you. I'll be all right. In fact, actually, I was going to suggest that we just have a bucket on the table while we talk about PSVR, just in case someone throws up. But there you go. Good um, okay. Be careful of that. Um, what's called the shower curtain again this time, Matt? 
last time. Let's not go into that. Um, <laughs> can I just can I just um, ask one one final thing? I've got more questions. Go on, Matt. You're getting. <laughs> You're getting a PS Vita on Thursday. PS Vita? What year is this? Oh, sorry, it's the um, PSVR. I've got one of on them. I'm not, not going to Leeds to have a go on a fucking Vita. Jesus. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Dave, didn't he tell he you? He's surprised. <laughs> um, so Matt's getting a PSVR on Thursday. Correct. We're arriving Friday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Have you decided whether you're going to try and not. So- I am, I am going to try. I, I've been excited for VR for years, but I'm at, basically I'm going to try. I'm basically not. No, I'm going to open the box to download the demos because there's loads of, like codes you need to mm. get. So I'm going to I'm going to open the box to get the demos, but I'm not going to properly get the thing out until uh, we all together because I just thought everyone can share that sort of new console feeling together. Why not? Um, no? I don't think you're going to survive, mate. Yeah, totally <laughs> I don't think you've got. I don't think you've got hope internet. in hell. Because I know how crazy you are. Like, I know how insane you are about everything and how excited you get. I think we're going to get there. If you guys don't, don't care for that, then I'll, I'll gladly open it on, on the Thursday night. But I just thought, I thought, <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I thought it'd be interesting if we all found out what a setup process was like. But if you guys don't care about that, then um, we'll, we'll open it on my own. It's up to you. Imagine, imagine, if you, imagine if you plug it in and there's like an eight gig patch or something. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yes. That is a good point. We'll just plug it in, like right. We'll go for a curry then. See you later. I, yeah, I'll I just check Reddit for that. So I, I'm not worried about that so much. But um, yeah, it's a good point actually. But I'll, I'll get the um, download codes out, and that's about it. I'll try yeah. and hold off until Friday, and we can all right. Okay, so listeners, wait, pause the podcast once I've finished this uh, little bit that I'm saying now, and then send us a tweet. Put hashtag yes, Matt, if you want him <laughs> um, to wait. And so that we can all do the setup process together, or hashtag no Matt. If you don't want us to do that, send that to uh, Computer Game Pod. Is it? Is that what we are on Twitter? Is that Computer Game Pod? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at Computer but Game it, it Pod. Would, it would make probably make more sense, Dave, if you said it was like, should you open it? Yes, Matt, or should you open it? Should no, you not open no, it? No, no, yes, Matt, if you want us to do it. No, Matt, if you don't. Do just, right, create, Dave. just create a poll. Just create a poll. Nah, should... no, that's not as fun. <laughs> Shut up, James. You, the you literally have the worst ideas ever, you know that. What, making things easier? But, it's rather than just like pissing around you going, What what is what's the uh what's the address? What what's our ID? It's not as fun. You know. It's not as fun. It's not as fun. Um so that's I'm assuming that's live show and promo Matt on the agenda. That's that done, I've yes. got in front of me. Next we've got news. Who put this bit of news and what is it? I think we all know who put it down. It. I opened it and then it started playing a advert with sound, and it annoyed me, so I closed it. <sighs> it's going to be a good week, listeners. It's a, a good week of <laughs> podcasting from your boys, the Computer Game Show. What is that link? Who put it there? Well, who do you think put it there? Obviously, it's going to be yeah, me, is isn't it? it? It's, it's yeah, of course it is. Right. All I've got in front of me is a headline saying Mario is a young man in his mid twenties. Yeah. Then a link. Well, this is the Explain thing. Explain the story to me. Okay, the story is, and yeah, I just opened the website, and Sean is right. They start auto playing a video, which is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Press pause. Anyway, <laughs> come on. Yeah. So the story is that they talked with Miyamoto last week, and it turns out that he says that Mario is only twenty-four or twenty-five years old. Ah, bullshit, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's what that's I thought. Clearly bollocks. He's like forty odd. That's what I. That's exactly what I said. I thought he looks at least like in his forties, twenty four yeah, or twenty five with that moustache. You know, it's ridiculous. How long? How many years does it take to train as a plumber? I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. He's not. If he's not qualified, I don't want to play his games anymore. To be fair, I mean, I don't. To be fair, it probably doesn't take you till your mid twenties. It's not like becoming a doctor or something. 
you've got to like go through school for nine years. Um, but no, it's the tash, isn't it? The tash is what ages him because it's yeah. a dad tash. But also, but, you know, he's wearing dungarees. That's true. But you see, also, like, it right, says fuck here... fuck this. No, is there no, any no. other news? <laughs> this, is, this is shit. <laughs> no, because it's a good is, point oh, here. Like, GameSpot poor, make a James. good point. No, GameSpot make a really right. good point. This means that 50-year-old Bob Hoskins played a 20-something in the Super Mario Brothers film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an excellent point, isn't it? Yeah. Is there any real news this week? No, there's nothing. Matt, what have you been playing? I've been playing a few games. I've played a bit more Go Home. Um... Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't finished it yet. James, but, um... if you ever do that again, right, and bring the show to a halt, think about what you're putting in that fucking Google Doc, all right? <laughs> totally baiting you. I knew that you'd be like this. It's brilliant. I've been, uh, don't try and do the old switcheroo. Oh, I knew you were going to be angry with me for this. Just don't do it again. Go on, Matt. Well, Sorry, I, be, I interrupted but, yeah, you there. Um, I'll play more Grow Home. Uh, um, in the week, uh, Capone messaged us, um, me and Dave, said, Dave, you would hate Grow Home. I- I'm starting to. Definitely think Capone's right. I don't think you'll like this game. Dave. Why is that? Huh? Well, two things. What? Like, why does everyone say that about certain games? It's really bizarre. Like, it's it's just, it's just this weird thing. I remember when um I told Sam uh, White that I liked like Life is Strange, and he just went, "Huh, really? I didn't think you'd like that game." <laughs> what? Why not? I don't understand. But but don't you think it's weird that why? people only say this to you, David, and not anyone else? I, I'm a bit of a knob, so I get it. Right, I do get it. I do like understand why people think. Well, oh, no, this is actually for intelligent people, not for Dave. I get that, <laughs> but I don't. I I don't know. It's weird. Why? Like, explain yourself. Why would I not like it? I I it, I just I think you get bored fairly quickly. There's not enough lot going <laughs> right. on. But anyway, I, I quite enjoyed it. I haven't finished it yet, but. Uh... <laughs> what is it just like it's very repetitive or what it's it's quite slow i mean I, i'm enjoying it but there's a, just a lot of jumping there's no dialogue i i, I mean I, i'm happy i'll be happy if you tried it but i'm just i'm thinking it's, it won't be one of your games of the year as well Probably as go not. home which i haven't finished i've also played war thunder now this is um i started playing this and i thought this is a classic james farley style game do you are you guys aware of war thunder I keep seeing it on the it's on the PSN store, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so it's a free to play. Um, I mean, I, I've only been playing in the aircraft. But basically, it's like um, it. Do you, does anyone anyone remember Air Attack? It's like um, a free to play sort of uh, dog fighting sim on the on Windows PCs that like, absolutely ages ago, like years and years and years ago. Anyway, mm. it's similar. It feels feels similar to that. Basically, you can be um, either in tanks uh, on the ground or you can be uh, in planes in the air, and essentially, it's a free to play free-to-play multiplayer game really i've only started playing it because it's getting a vr update in like a week or two um so i thought <laughs> i thought i'd hit the ground running and i thought i'd uh, start playing it now it's okay actually for like a it's just you know there aren't many free-to-play games on 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 ps4 but it's all right it's quite fun i played i, I just wanted to play one game really but i ended up playing like five or six matches the other night actually and you can um obviously you get points it's the same one thing you, you level up you get points you can put them into you can research technologies to improve tanks or aircraft or whatever you're doing but yeah i, I was actually pleasantly surprised and it looks quite like the, the, the vr functionality that they're putting in looks quite interesting so also playing a bit of war thunder um hey, matt, matt did if, you just say this is the kind of game that you think i would play yeah i just i just Why? imagined um I just, I just imagined you in like a shed with like pictures of spitfire on the walls <laughs> Um, <laughs> playing this with like one of those like, old style goggles and like um, some wire in a scarf to look at maybe like the wind's blowing. 
and talk totally about the old, baffled. the good old I'm days. Totally baffled by you this. are well judgmental with your gaming opinions, Matt. You know that. Uh, I just well, I've got a feeling that you'll like this game, but not this game, David. <laughs> How do you know? You don't Actually, fucking no, but, know okay, me. Like, the whole thing about me saying you don't like games is that, like basically for years I've said, Dave, just try this game. You'll probably like it because your instant reaction is, oh, I won't like the game or that shit or that sounds rubbish, right? But actually, I for years I've been saying, Actually, just try it. You'll probably love it. And in the end, you do love it. So, Like uh, what? Um, Give me one example. Uh, I, I can't think of an example right now. But you can't, can you? No, but there's, there's no there's example because it doesn't happen. There's that. definitely been examples, David. Absolutely, over the years, I said try that, and you're like, mm, you try it, and you're like, oh yeah, there's there's the best, yeah. With music, with music, you've done that, but not with not with games. I, I don't remember a single game I've de- that I've you've raved about. Games. I can't remember. I've definitely done games. Well, in the past. Get, Matt, Matt, if you're gonna write, if you're gonna put these <clears throat> accusations across, fucking back them up. Well, Make sure you've got some evidence. It's a memory. It's a poor one, but it's a you, you, you'd be uh, going down for life at this point. I haven't killed you a man. You know what I mean? You can't. <laughs> I mean. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, the other game I'm playing is uh, the Swapper. Does anyone remember the Swapper? It came out basically. I think it's 2013 uh, on the PC. Um, yeah. A couple of years ago, or so on the consoles. But Swapper, it's um, it's like co-developed by Curve Games and Facepalm Games. Um, it's, it's so it's a 2D. Um, I mean, like an hour, twenty hour and a half into it, it's basically like a two D um, side-scrolling game where you play uh, a, ma- a man or woman in, in a spacesuit. You've been um, shot from the space station to this planet. I think the planet's been evacuated, and basically, it's a, a side-scrolling puzzle game. Basically, um, the, the the main mechanic of the game is you have um, a gun which can clone uh, yourself. You can basically like hold down L L one, I think it is, and a beam comes out ahead of you, and you can basically. Um, drop another clone of yourself and you can drop up to four clones of yourself and the clone replicates your movements on screen so you can maybe look at a ledge above you you can um, throw a clone up there and that person will move left and right um, if you're also moving left and right um, and, and basically it, it, the puzzles I've experienced so far there's a lot of um, sort of door switches where maybe there's a ledge above you you can't get up there because because um, you can't jump that high so you would like shoot a clone up there that clone would walk over the switch when you walk left and open a door for you down below um, as well as that clone tool is also a tool where you can basically take the place of your clone so you can like, swap with that clone and there's already been some really really clever puzzles where um, yeah well basically I'm, I'm trying to get through a door I clone someone else. Um, that person goes through a door and opens a switch and opens something else down below for me to go through. Uh, you can have up to four clones, I'll say, at, at any one time, but as soon as you walk into one of those clones, they disappear. There's also other, other puzzle elements, like you can't clone in red light, you can't swap in blue light, so there's loads of elements where you're trying to get around those, but, but make sure you can get another person in and around the puzzle um, to, to open a door or, or, or do else. Um, I've got one other question. I've got one question, actually. Is Braid like that? I never played Braid, but is... Is Braid? Does there, that have like there's cloning? like one section. There's like one section like that. Yeah. Um, okay. It's not exactly like that, but it, it, yeah, there there is one section a a bit like that. Because there's one. Uh, um, but it, yeah. So there's there's the world. Yeah. Basically, it's when you rewind time. There's then mm-hmm. like a ghost version of you. Then repeats what you did before you rewound it, and it's all about cooperating with the sort of the previous timeline version of you. One particular puzzle. Um, that really reminds me of the swapper is where basically there's a puzzle where you you essentially kill yourself and then rewind and then you just sort of allow your ghost to go ahead and kill himself and then die and that's how you you finish a puzzle and basically that's like the swapper has a lot of that doesn't it 
Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you get further in, there's just so many situations where you're like, cool, I'm going to clone myself. And then the clone's going to carry on. And then the guy I've been playing as is just going to, I don't know, stay behind that door and starve to death, I guess. Yeah, I've also have, <laughs> I've also have really really great puzzles where uh, you can hold L two to go slow mo. So you can make, mm. I've basically fallen off a, off off a off a ledge or jumped off a ledge. I've shot shot a clone out, um, and I had to like get get in uh, away from like the blue or the blue or the red light, so I can make sure I could sh- could shoot a clone out. And then mm. in this while holding whilst holding L two to go slow mo, I then jumped to that clone uh, whilst my original guy who fell off the cliff fell off the cliff just fell fell to his death, and I was then <laughs> in the clone and landed elsewhere. Yeah. So I'm only like an hour and a half or so into. It, but already there's some quite clever uses of, of these two tools mm. um I, I, did you finish it sean uh no I'm, i only got in about as far as you did to be honest i need to go back to it because yeah. this, this was on ps plus wasn't it yeah it's on ps plus yeah. a while ago actually because yeah. I, I remember when it came out on pc at, at loads you know i think idol idol farms and stuff were raving about it um mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's it's the intro the story is quite interesting so you get shot from the space station to this evacuation site and um there's there's lots of dialogue you hear like uh, speech and people talking over the radio and I guess I'm trying to trying to work out a story now. Um, there's also these like huge sort of rocks where you sort of pa- pass them and the, you have some text that appears on the screen so there's something mm. mysterious happening with the with, with whatever these guys are um, evacuating or I'm sorry uh, they're, uh, they're excavating sorry on, on this planet. Uh, there's, yeah, there's lots of other little texts with like security terminals and other puzzles where you got to try and get orbs and, and, and to open up teleports to get you back to the space station. So yeah, so I'm really early on, but already it's really really interesting um with these sort of gimmicky and i I use that in a very poor sense um i I, i'm not literally saying it's a gimmick but with these sort of gimmicky um side scrolling puzzle games like this i always worry because there's two ways they can go they can start off with a simple idea right and then and not not so much drag it out but build on top of that initial idea and they build on top and on top and on top and on top and they're the ones that I never stick with because they always go a little bit too far Mm. and I'm kind of thinking I know what to do but the effort to go through to do it is always a bit of a pain in the ass right the best way to do it and I think this is why Braid really did feel good was that it it sort of brought an idea on uh, like it, it, it presented an idea or a game mechanic and then it built on it slightly and then it dropped it for a new one of you know a, mm. a, it was a similar feel but it was a completely different idea and then built on that slightly and then dropped to the next one and I think if I remember correctly you needed to combine everything together towards the end for the final bit or am I totally misremembering that um, yeah yeah I misremember oh no no there, there, was, remember, there yeah. was a puzzle at the end that had yeah had elements of the diff worlds of the different worlds and stuff like that yeah and i I just i when i get into these games like for example um uh what's the um oh shit what's the one with the cotton and you're running along and you're is it untangled or something oh um was it jesus oh my god how's it called just like the most simple name for it that (laughs) uh, people are gonna get really wound up but that one yeah that had the problem of building too much on one idea rather than dropping it and picking up something else. Mm. And then you look at games like um, uh, Unfinished Swan, which was excellent at building on an idea slightly and then dropping it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that's where those games sort of like 
um, either stick with me or, or, or I stop playing. That, it's um, whether I feel like I'm doing new things every now and then. That game's called Unravel, by the way, before Unravel oh, cool. streets yeah. come in. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm fairly early on, but uh, and already there's been there's been three or four like quite clever uses of, of these two tools, the clone and the, the swap tool. So I think uh, I think this one may, I mean, I'm really early on, but I think it may stick with the same mechanic, but it just surprise you in the things you need to do with the mechanics. So as opposed to some of the best games, like the best Mario games or whatever, where it gives you an, gives you an idea or something to do and it quickly takes you on to something else and it always keeps you interested and excited about what can happen next. I, f- I get the impression that this may well stick with the core mechanics, but show you new, interesting and clever ways to, to use those. Um, I, I mean, If you get the chance, Matt, try um, Max Curse of the Brotherhood. Um on Xbox One, I think I downloaded that when it was three, uh, when it was free. So yeah, yeah, give that a bash if you get a chance because that is an incredibly underrated game. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely um, getting feelings with um, uh, feelings of of inside in this game. I mean, it, it, it's it's quite a dark sort of boding boding tone. Um, there's definitely a lot of mystery. Um, yeah, it, it, I'm definitely getting a lot of uh, similar similar vibes to Inside. I mean, it may I don't I get anything. It may not be as as good as Inside was in the end, but um, yeah, it's, it it looks really good. It's it, it's there's it, really great sort of lighting and dust particles, and and you, know, you can feel there's sort of like wetness and moisture on these rocks and and the caves that you pass through. So um, and the shadows and lighting is really good. So yeah, I'm definitely definitely keep playing. I'm quite interested in it, actually. Cool. Um, going back to Braid, Sean, mm-hmm. have you seen the follow-up to uh, Indie Game the Movie yet? I haven't, in, no. In whatever. Is there an official sequel? Uh, yeah, well, it's not really. They just sort of go back to some of the people they spoke to. Um, there's an excellent conversation with uh, Phil Fish about his life after um, uh, Indie Game the Movie. Um, and then there's a, a a few really good interviews with some new people and looking back at the Super Meatball guy, the Super Meat Boy guys, um, and how that changed their life, which is is really cool. There's there is I don't think Jonathan blows in it. I think I've got about twenty minutes left and he's not been in it. But there's an amazing interview with the artist behind Braid mm. and oh, uh, David they were talk- yeah, mm. and they were talking about this. I've, I assume that's his name. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, they were talking about the the screen. You know where the books are on the sort of podiums, and you go up and read a little bit more of the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just watch that interview because it's really funny. It does it again. It does not. If you really look into it, it does not work well for Jonathan Blow because <laughs> he said that, like basically uh, Jay Blow said, "Oh, I I want clouds. I want this to be in the clouds." And the artist was like. Um, no that's a bit cliche and uh how about we try this and we try that and i would send them over and he'd send them back with little iterations and he'll go oh no we haven't quite got it so we we, we ended up with clouds <laughs> 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 it's just, it's just, it probably was not like that at all but that's how it sounded yeah like. it sounds like him sort of politely trying to say he's meant put the clouds back in <laughs> yeah there was one bit where he goes, and the final iteration, um, it was sort of buildings made of clouds, and you could see that they were forming sort of structures, and 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 then that we kind of got rid of that, and we ended up with just clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, just watch out Jesus. for that bit when you watch it. It's on Netflix. It's um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. It, obviously, it's no, it's nowhere near as good as the first one because it mm. is mainly just interviews as opposed to action actually happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's still worth a watch. It's a couple of hours long. Wait, wait, it's is it, good what's stuff it called? It. Um, Indica, oh, sort of life after 
indie game the movie or oh, something okay. like that so if i search indie game the movie it'll probably yeah probably it'll turn. come up the cool. sequel will definitely come up I've also um, one of the things that wasn't in my list. I've also played. Um, I, I, it's not really about the game; it's more the how I'm playing it. But I I played uh, this rally game demo on on PS4. It was and that's actually the only racing game demo that's available on PS4, which is mind boggling. But um, I played. Yeah, it. There's no there's no um drive club demo on there. Well, I I uh, I uh, rather embarrassing. I may fr- I may not port not purchase that when it was uh, free. Um, I was following that game for ages, and then when it actually came to eventually coming out, I must have just not <laughs> not been hoovering <laughs> up all the PlayStation uh, games at that point. So uh, do not yeah. have Drive Club. But the reason I went to play racing games is because I bought a steering wheel for my PlayStation Four. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why have you done that? Well, it, there was there was an outrageous bargain. Also, I was thinking like Drive Club VR. It'll be more immersive, etc. I've I've gone full VR, guys. Nothing can stop me now. <laughs> I was thinking. I saw someone. Um using uh the steering wheel with drive club and i was kind of like holy shit actually that would be the ultimate right because <laughs> you're actually gonna have the steering wheel and stuff does yeah. it come with pedals matt it does you got pedals course. yeah yeah it's a false <laughs> feedback well basically this, this wheel is it's it's the uh it's a shitty name but it's the Thrustmaster t150 <laughs> i mean why would <laughs> you call it that in college why would you call it that <laughs> anyway um yeah, well, basically, this have been like, around for years, haven't they? I think it's a, it's a throwback to when like sticks were for flight sims and nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but Thrustmaster this, this sounds thing, like a really unfortunate nickname, doesn't it? Yeah, this thing is like 150 quid brand new, but Curry's PC World basically selling selling at a discount for 30 pounds. Jesus, 50 quid in September, and I thought, okay, I missed the boat there. They didn't, they didn't, anyway, didn't have any near me, and then someone on Hot UK deals on Saturday, so I just picked one up for 30 quid, and I managed to find one. Um, in in Barnsley, so yeah, thirty quid is like an outrageous bargain. So mm. I couldn't say no to that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's force feedback. It's got pedals. Uh, it should make Drive Club VR a little bit more immersive. So um, yeah, cool. looking forward to that now. Uh, uh, speaking about VR, just briefly, uh, the, the the embargo for um, hardware and games ends on Wednesday. So if you're listening to this on the day this podcast comes out, which is the fifth of October. Yeah, no doubt you've already seen uh, the reviews and you've probably already tweeted me uh, my crushing disappointment when this thing does that to be a massive pile of shit. But, um, I've heard a lot of um, people have got hold of these headsets Yeah, they have, within yeah. the journalist industry. Uh, they're more readily available than I thought they would be, which is a good sign for stock, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 all, the, all the journalists got them last week and they're all, they're all sharing their pictures. Yeah, the embargo for... Um, yeah, I think there's actually an unboxing embargo, which I think ends on Saturday because everyone's posting their unboxing videos on, on the weekend. But yeah, this uh, the actual hardware and games embargo is Wednesday. Um, so yeah, there quite we go. forward to seeing that. Cool. Um, James, your turn. Let's see what you've been playing. Well, see, I've been playing um, PES and also FIFA. I've played like, both of these. Cause... Didn't know you had FIFA as so, well? Well, so, was... have I, so have I, right? And we've, we've spoken about both at length, so... We'll try and keep it a little light. Yeah, um, but I've yeah I've been playing a lot of FIFA, and hopefully my review should be up by now. But um, it, okay, James, go, you tell me what you think. Well, yeah, you see, I mean, I got Pez because Matt was kind enough to get me one of those ones in the Tesco, you know, the Tesco deal, and I do really like Pez. Actually, I like the sort of the randomness of it, as in it feels a lot less scripted than FIFA does. That's the main thing I I really like about it. But yeah. The problem is, is for me... There's no problem. Well, no, the problem is... There's is, pro- yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Go on. Talk. <laughs> the problem is, is it doesn't have the game modes that I want, actually. Like, this is what you said a couple of weeks ago when, when I said I was going to get FIFA and you were like, yeah, it's probably better for you. And you were kind of right, actually, because you see, the thing is, is I spend, I, I love football games, I love playing FIFA and playing football games. And every year, you know, I get one of those and I spend a huge amount of time playing them. But I spend most of the time playing the career mode. And that's the, I don't play online like, hardly at all. The thing that I really like doing is like taking a rubbish team from Division 2 to the Premier League and then getting like management offers from international teams and like changing clubs when I feel like I've done all I can at a specific club and stuff like that. And that's FIFA does that really well. It's it's really good at that. And I tried the Master League mode in PES and it's just not the same. It's it doesn't have anywhere near the amount same amount of depth. So that's how I ended up getting um getting FIFA again as well. Um, which I think I'll probably just end up playing in in single player because I know I I just really like you know the career mode and everything it's it's good and also the live match stuff that they do from FIFA you know like where they do like the actual games that are like taking part like that weekend and you can like play them before that stuff's kind of good. It is, and I mean there is no doubt, and it can't be overlooked the fact that those game modes and. They're not if they're not in Pez, then people aren't gonna. Certain people aren't going to pick up Pez, right? They 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 play it for FIFA Ultimate Team. They play it for online seasons, co-op, yeah. or you know the the Premier League season stuff like that. Um, Pez will never have that. It will never have that amount of. I mean, it is utterly incredible that package uh, FIFA package. I mean, it's so big. There's so many game modes, and it's. Each game mode feels like rock solid, right? So the, you've got all of the online stuff working without any bullshit. You've got um, all of the club teams and the, all of the seasons are laid out correctly. All of that stuff is authentic and it's brilliant. The problem is, is just it. this year for me, the game plays so poorly compared to Pez that it's completely night and day. And... Although I could be sitting there playing online seasons, which is my favourite, you know, game mode in FIFA, I, when I'm actually playing a game, I'm kind of thinking, why am I not playing Pez? Because when I'm in the game, I have ten times more fun playing Pez 2017 over FIFA 17. Mm-hmm. I have ten times less frustration playing it. Um, you know, the, I, I, if I have an idea in my head of what I want to do in a pitch, I. I can do it unless I make a mistake in Pro Evolution Soccer. In FIFA, I can't. It constantly seems like... Like, FIFA is just so predictable, which is not what football is. You know, there will be moments where... Like, for example, okay, if one of the opponent team's defenders gives the ball to you by accident and you've got a clear run on goal, Mm -hmm. you know that 99% of the times that happens, you won't score. Because it just won't let you. Like, you'll have a shot and it'll just fly wide for no reason. Or it'll be a weak shot or the goalkeeper will pull off like an impossible save. It's just so frustrating because you just kind of think, this just feels fake to me now. Yeah, it, I don't have faith in the FIFA system. And, and the biggest disappointment of FIFA this year is that they had a chance to change it and they bottled it. Um, and I understand why they bottled it because, you know, they've got this huge fan base that they've got to cater, to cater for. But at the same time, when you're switching engines, it, it's got to feel like it's a new engine. It's got to feel important. And it, 
it just doesn't feel that way. It yeah. just feels like FIFA 16, but a little bit better. I totally agree with that because, I mean, it's on. It's running on like the Frostbite engine. And so that was supposed to be, I mean, visually, maybe it does look a bit better, I think, than last year. But not like, I wouldn't say like massively noticeably better than like before. No, but, I, I think Pez looks better. I genuinely still, think Pez looks better. I don't know. It depends. I mean, for, for character models, I'd agree with you. Like they... They definitely yeah. look a lot better. Stadiums and stuff look terrible in PES. Like they really don't look good. You're totally, you're absolutely right. And I said that that um, it's uh, EA managed to create the circus around the pitch. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely. I mean, the crowd, the the people on the touchlines. You know, the stewards, the the players warming up. All that stuff is fantastic. Um, and yeah, it pisses on PES for that stuff. But on the pitch, not so much. I know because I mean the thing is like on the pitch, FIFA does still feel like a bit stilted, like the way like the way it plays. And you're right, it does often feel like they've got like a narrative going of like you know they don't want you to score or whatever. But no, I mean I like you said I, that's one of the reasons I like Pez because I did like the sort of the randomness feeling of it. But just for single player, for like the way I like to play, I still like FIFA. I still like playing like career mode and stuff like that. It's oh, um, I've got one other question actually. Um, uh, Sean, do you just drink Fentimans or do you like other soft drinks? What other stuff should I? Are you uh, called orange juice or tea, coffee? What are we? I mean, it depends. I mean, I'm a bit of a snob. Tea's all right. Earl Grey, Earl Grey, I'll do. Have you got a coffee machine, Matt? No, I've got. I've, <sighs> I've got a kettle. If that's what you mean. No, it's not a coffee machine, is okay, it? Okay, right, yeah. Okay, so uh, so Sean Fentimans, obviously that's cool. Uh, okay, right, thanks, mate. Oh, yes, sure, sorry, sure. Uh, I don't mind getting some in. That'd be wicked. Of course. Uh, so, sorry, Farley. Go on. It, Matt, can you buy a coffee machine while you're you want at to it? buy one of those <laughs> um, Nespresso <laughs> machines? No, no, I'm talking about one of the actual ones they've got in Costa or whatever. Yes, I'll Just rent one, one for the fucking weekend. <laughs> Did you, is there a coffee place near you, though? Um, um, no. It's like, like a little like, I've got a, I've got oh, a proper off, espresso okay. machine. <laughs> I, could, I could bring it, but I think my wife might kill me. <laughs> Did you did you miss what James said then? Yeah, sorry. D- D- David, it's Leeds. <laughs> oh, sorry. Fucking Have Southerners. they got a gravy shop near you? <laughs> it's just ferrets. <laughs> oh, get a nice cup of gravy, you bastard. Um, yeah, what we what we be saying, James? Yeah, so FIFA, you you're an idiot, right? That's that sum that one but up. But there's there's also like other Pez. stuff that's wrong with Pez as well. Like that you've got to admit is bad about it. I mean, if like, okay, what? well, okay. The the gameplay obviously is brilliant. It's really really good, but the stuff like off the field is is awful. Like, okay, the music's terrible. The menus are awful. Oh, awful. The, the, I mean, the menus yep. they make it look really cheap and like not that good. Commentary is really appalling. I mean, I was I was yeah, kind of shocked because I thought by now that would have improved a bit. But I think it's it actually really getting worse, worse, isn't it? It feels like it's getting yeah, worse. I think it might year. be. <laughs> I think it might be getting worse. <laughs> More of the same, please. Like I said, I, I do concede though. Like Pez does play better. It's um and and yeah, also I, I hate what superior. they've done with penalties in FIFA as well. I, I really hate that. Have you... Oh, penalties! Those new corner kicks are fucking atrocious yeah. as well. Putting that little crosshair in and stuff. It's really it's just weird. Awful. Have you have you tried to take any penalties yet? Because it's I've, I haven't yeah, scored with, one. Yeah, yet. with a big arrow thing. Yeah, it was fine before. Just... I don't know why they changed it. I, nor do I. I. I think this is them going. Look at what we've done this year. She's going. Yeah, yeah. Well done. But it's shit. Like the old system was better. What you want to do is stop making people like stumble over each other and you know pass to the completely wrong person you want them to pass to. 
and so on. Anyway, did you, did we've you done see that other really weird glitch that I shared? Where I like I scored a Which goal one? at the end of, and then at the end of the game, the player who'd scored like walked off the pe- off the field like a crab. It was like yeah, it was that like, was amazing. <laughs> it was really, really the, weird. Someone tweeted this today. I, I I didn't catch who it was, but they said the best thing about FIFA being released is the amount of gifts that come out soon after launch of like bits that go wrong. There's a, an amazing one at the moment where a goalkeeper is kneeling down with his ass on Zlatan Ibrahimovic's yeah. face <laughs> and he's looks like he's just sniffing it and because he's just scored a goal he gets up and starts celebrating like <laughs> straight afterwards. Yeah, I've seen videos hilarious. of I, I'm sure John Denner like tweeted or sent, sent I think he might tweet a video of, it was like a six a second video of all, all, the, all the things that have gone wrong and I, I was absolutely dying of laughter. It's amazing. Yeah, it's good. Old broken FIFA. Yep. Okay. Cool. That's football done for another year. We'll see you for Pez twenty eighteen. Well, maybe FIFA not after the sales twenty eighteen. So you know. Well, oh, yeah. God, the sales really have been bad this year. So, for so Pez. FIFA it... sold forty times the amount that Pez has. Is that Jesus. what you're saying? Yep. Yeah. People are idiots. Oh, that's, that, that's so sad. Like it's Konami like... are just not going to bother Ireland next year. I know Konami already don't care about video games anyway, so this is you know an indication. Yeah, this is one of the two less. franchises they were actually keeping. Like, is this a mm. Metal Gear? This is a joke. All it all it means, right, is even if they do keep uh, Pez going, they're not going to add the game modes that that's needed. I I genuinely think someone like Activision should step in and fucking ram money into it, like just buy Pez off of uh, Konami and just stick a bunch of cash into it get it back up to where it should be um at this point that would be it ain't looking good it ain't looking good i mean imagine living in a world where there's literally just one football game coming out a year it would be awful fuck that yeah because fucking fifa won't even bother anymore uh but yeah okay and maybe your opinions will change once we're once we're deep into this uh this pez league we've got set up Mm -hmm. james if you uh Few people have got together. We've got a private Pez League going, and it's getting serious. This is our first game of the season was this weekend, two-two with John Denton. Uh, that was tense. <laughs> I, I, I was saying to him last night, "This league's either going to make us or break us because we'll either come out of it thinking that was really good, or coming out of it, come out of it absolutely despising each other." So, stay tuned. What else have you been playing, James? Okay, so the other thing I've been playing is I played the Telltale Batman game that um, that's been yeah. out. I think. This is like the there's two episodes of it now, and to be honest, I had I had very low expectations going into this because after the Walking Dead Michonne, which was awful, and um, I mean the thing is is I can't really say much about it because it's like a whole like narrative game. If anyone wants to like play it, I don't want to ruin anything. I mean, basically the first episode is pretty average, but they do have a, a very interesting like sort of like detective process thing where you're supposed to try and like piece things together to like work stuff out, which kind of works really well for like a Telltale game. And the other thing they do is they do this thing where the the combat is quite interesting because you can like plan how it's gonna how it's gonna take place by like linking objects together. So you have like you know mm-hmm. link Batman plus a vase and someone's head, and then it will like do it, <laughs> and then it, which is which is kind of cool. It's kind of good. And the second episode I think is much better than the first, and the the story is is quite good actually. And I know I think technically it's probably the best Telltale game I've played. Like, I was going to ask you, know, you how it was technically because obviously yeah. the Walking Dead games are an absolute joke. Mm. Yeah, and Game of Thrones is the same engine. Though, do we know? I don't know, but it, it seems to be it worked absolutely fine. I didn't have any problems. I mean, I had the usual sort of like when it first started, sort of stuttering a bit, but then after a while, it was it was fine. Um, 
I mean, the only thing is, is I'm just a bit bored of that whole like exploring Batman's past thing that every single Batman story seems to do these days. Mm. I just wish it was something else. You know, they could do something else with it. But are it's your good. parents dead? Are they? Yeah. Oh, that's new news. It's like let's do a flashback, Jesus, Batman. It's like you know, let's do a flashback to him, like you know, having his parents killed in front of him. It's like it would be more novel if they did one that didn't do that because it happens all the time. Well, because Joker in it yet? No, he's not. No. Do you think he will be in it? I don't know. I mean, at the moment they got the Penguin, and uh, that's he's like the main, well, one of the main kind of characters. But I mean, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, I'm looking forward to part three. I mean, the only other game I've played a lot of this week is Paper Mario Color Splash, but I'm not done with that yet, and um, I want to talk about it next week when the embargo's up, because it's. Um, but my oh, early impressions brilliant. are it's extremely, extremely positive. It's very good. Cool. Um, <clears throat> one other thing, um, Sean, do you prefer down pillows or memory foam? Oh, uh, down, please. Okay, cool. Thank you. Sorry. Um, yeah, James, I, I'm quite interested to see which, like, the reason why I asked about the Joker or whatever is which version they're going to go for. Mm-hmm. Like, what sort of period um, Batman does it feel like from what you've played so far? Is it, you know, is it trying to be Heath Ledger style no. stuff or is it trying to be the wacky cartoons? Not really. I mean, it's... Well, whoa, 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 whoa. Batman the Animated Series is not wacky. Um, Dark as fuck, mate. Okay, whatever. Apart from uh, the bit where he defeats Mister Freeze by throwing uh, chicken soup on him. I mean, one one of the other problems with it. Sorry, <laughs> sounds well dark. Yeah, go on. One one of the other problems with it. Well, not problems, but like the the character. You're not even answering got... my question. <laughs> yeah. No, just ignore that. <laughs> Fucking hell. It wasn't a very good question, Dave. But anyway, it's one of the. Try my best, mate. Yeah. One of the other things that's kind of weird about James it... James has a and... problem. James has a problem of uh, not having the confidence to speak over anyone. You need to get that sorted. I don't like doing <laughs> it. It's, just... I don't like doing it because it just feels really weird. It's You know, it's just, you know. just put the handbrakes on like a motherfucker whenever, whenever <laughs> someone's stalking over you. It's because it's really annoying. You must have heard other podcasts where people do that all the time and it's just really irritating. Also, I might find... I might put together a compilation of noises James makes after he's stopped... Because someone's talking over him. Because it usually goes like this. You usually go... I don't... Huh. <laughs> anyway, Batman in this looks like uh, Archer from the TV series Archer, which oh, is nice. also a bit off-putting. Yeah. Who um, who voices him? Is it, have they got Kevin Conroy in, or is it someone else? No idea. I've no idea. Okay. It's good. Also, it's like, it, doesn't this game focus much more on Bruce Wayne than Batman? Yes. Also that. So, oh, so okay, ha- that's cool. So how much of it, like percentage-wise, is Bruce Wayne? <laughs> uh, 70%, I'd say. Oh, wow, okay. So yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> Just being a businessman? Like, what does he even do? Uh, well, I, I can't say, because it will ruin the plot, won't it? Is the oh, problem. yeah, I guess. But, yeah. Making money, shagging <laughs> birds. That's all he's up to. That's all he does. Mm. He, get, he turns around and goes, oh, no, the bat signal. What am I going to do now? And then it fades to black, and then it comes back to him in his like front room just getting changed back into his suit. Yeah. <laughs> is, is it like press X to buy low, press you know circle to sell high? Like, <laughs> what, what sort of shit are you doing? <laughs> actually, an Archer Telltale game, that wouldn't yeah, be a bad show. That would be brilliant, actually. In fact, why has no one done that? That'd be amazing. Yeah, and I mean, like obviously they would have to get the actual... You know, Archer writers involved, but they've but they've already shown they can do funny games because Borderlands, the pre uh, whatever they called it, I was gonna say the pre sequel that was an actual Borderlands game, but no, the Telltale's Borderlands series was actually wicked. 
and very funny. Yeah, Archer would definitely work as a Telltale game. It would be amazing with all the dialogue choices and stuff. It'd be mm. great. Uh, you could say all sorts of fun. I was going to say it'd be one of the Archer. few Telltale games where you've just definitely got a license to be a dick. <laughs> and that's just the point. True. Oh, unless well, unless you James's plan because he he just takes that opportunity to be a dick no matter what <laughs> what the subjects matter. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, go on, Kenny. Kill your son. Kill oh, your son. Oh, don't get into that again. That was look, there's good. There was really good reasons for that. It's you know. in the uh, in the FIFA single player mode. Is that going to allow you to make tough decisions and like be a dick, or is it really rather simple choices? What are you talk? Oh, are you genuinely asking? Yeah, yeah. Um, you can totally be a dick. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah they call it fiery, oh. uh, <laughs> or or cool. Or balanced. Um, yeah, but yeah, you could totally be a dick. You can just say arsehole things to your mate every time you can. I want to do a dickhead Alex Hunter motor, like a, you know those YouTube videos of um, uh, what's-his-face Shepard from Mass Effect being a dick to everyone. <laughs> I want to do the Alex Hunter equivalent. <laughs> um, although he's, you know, he's never pure dick because... I think they still want you to like him on some level. So, so you can't be on training ground and like you know d- d- drop a two for a tackle and you can't. No, they, oh. d- see, because that's the stuff with the journey. It's kind of like the training mode is literally just those training exercises you get just before you kick off uh, a normal game of FIFA, um, and then the matches are just matches. Uh, and they're stitched together with cutscenes, but don't really matter. I said, if it's an experiment, it totally succeeded the moment I didn't pass to my mate because he was a bit of a dick before kickoff. You know what I mean? Like that's that's done everything it needs to do at that point. So well done. Um, okay, Sh- Sean, what you got? Uh, I was going to say I've just checked. Uh, Batman's voiced by Troy Baker, so he will sound like all the other white men in games. Um. I've been playing, because you know, the other week I played the demo of the new Rhythm Paradise for the 3DS. You did. Um, I remember you talking about that specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I rem- that reminded me that I've got the one for the Wii, uh, Beat the Beat, Rhythm Paradise, and I never finished it. So I fucking, I put that back in, in the Wii U, and then I realised I didn't, I moved house and I didn't bother setting up the centre bar, so that was a good 20 minutes rooting through fucking cardboard boxes. Because you can't even, even even if the game you're playing doesn't use it, you can't get into Wii mode without pointing the remote at the screen and selecting a thing. So you have to have oh, the sense. I nearly, I was fucking, I nearly set up. You know, you can do the, the tea light trick. You ever done this? No, you've got to tell me this. So, <laughs> so the Wii sensor bar, it's a misnomer really, because it doesn't sense anything. It's literally, it's just two fucking LEDs in a bit of plastic, right? Yeah, which the yeah, which the front of the Wiimote then sees, and then in those way TV is. Um, yeah, basically, you can if you just light like two little candles or two tea lights and put them in front of the telly, it's the same same effect. Um, so oh, wow. that there was there came a point where that seemed easier than actually finding the sensor bar. Um, but yeah, I actually found the sensor bar. Set that up. Yeah, fucking beat the beat rhythm paradise is fucking astonishingly good. I just like. For a game that isn't, you know, it's not a comedy, it's it's a rhythm game. I was just laughing and grinning throughout just the stupid shit it has you doing. It's just amazing. Um, yeah, just properly enjoying it. I think I got it for like five quid. I think Argos were just shifting a load of copies. Um, if for whatever reason you've got a Wii U and not a 3DS, I'm pretty sure that's not not ever going to be the case. Um, like, definitely get Beat the Beat because it's just stupidly good. Uh, I've been playing more Destiny. 
Obviously. Before you move on, that that um that uh period of gaming was quite nice, and I I think it's kind of dead now. You know where they had games that were just stupidly wacky like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you had that. You had uh, the WarioWare game. God, yeah, and... the um, yeah on the Wii. I was fucking crying when I first played that. Unbelievable. Uh, the, with the dudes running along, stuff like that. Yeah. It's just fucking hilarious. Yeah. And um, you know, Nobby Nobby Boy. I yeah. think can be included in that, and uh, you know, Katamari Damacy and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I know what <laughs> you mean. There's like there was a there was a scene for that sort of thing, but like at full price on consoles. Whereas now, it, the, there's probably like indie stuff. And also, it's been replaced with, uh, "Hey, look, the game doesn't work properly. <laughs> That's funny, isn't it? <laughs> like like uh, the Goat Simulator yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's made for Be YouTube. Bread. What yeah. is it called? I am bread, I am bread or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird, isn't it? What That's mean. what's replaced it. Yeah. Sad, sad time. Destiny. Destiny. Um, again, acknowledging that it is a, it's kind of shit compared to uh, Taken King. Um, but still enjoying it anyway, like a dick. Um, yeah. So this is on my list as well. Mm. It, Matt. It's good to be back in the Destiny planet. <laughs> That's I it, isn't it? It's it. like it's putting on your fucking favourite pair of trainers or whatever. Yeah, there's a there's a it, comfort it, it to totally it. Is. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's incredible how quickly you get into the swing of things. And I tell you what, the biggest thing, the biggest benefit of um, that Destiny had when when it dropped the um, Taking King was this quest line stuff. Because I remember taking a break from Destiny before, booting it back up, and then thinking, what am I supposed to do now? Like, what am I aiming for? Jesus. Now you literally just go to your quest log and go, okay, it's telling me to go do that. I'll go and do that for a bit. Um, And then I found myself just getting lost again and just playing and playing and playing again. It was just brilliant. Mm. Um, but, But, I mean... How do you defend this? Like, how do you defend the content that's been introduced? <laughs> the only thing that I can say that sort of defends it is, you know, when they put out a list of what's in the content, that's a fraction of what's actually in the content. Yeah, they're the they're the you know the tick boxes. Okay, you've got five story missions, you've got a strike, you've got a uh, um, a few maps on the crucible, and you've got a um, a raid, right? But then I'm listening to a podcast last week that's talking, a bunch of people had done the raid and then they had noticed that there's these weird terminals everywhere and then they worked out that there there was something going on, something to do with binary and they like they wrote the binary down and they worked out this puzzle and then they eventually moved on through this quest hidden inside the raid uh, and got like some exotic item that's, that's meant to be really good. Mm. Uh, and that's what the destiny stuff's about and that's why it's impossible to explain to people because it's like people are like well it's just five levels well yeah but it's, but it's not just that it's all the other weird shit that it brings in as well that you just find yourself doing and you'll destiny players will happily pay 25 pounds for this because it's probably put another 50 or 100 hours worth of gameplay into the game yeah even though right? even though the campaign in of itself like you say you can you can do it in like two hours or something I did about an hour, hour and a half, yeah, I think. But that's, um, I mean, it's it is kind of shit that Destiny, uh, Destiny, Bungie, um, have obviously just gone like, well, no one really like the campaign isn't where the meat of it is for you know, quote unquote, proper Destiny players. So who cares? You know. <laughs> um, 
but that people do it. want that still. And it is nice to sort of, if you're going to spend, you know, like say 100 hours just doing shit, getting better guns or whatever, would be cool to have like a substantial bit at the start that it sort of explains why you're doing it and makes you give a shit. <laughs> um, but then Destiny is always, like the bits where it's actually tried to make you take the, the story seriously have always fallen pretty flat. Like Taken King was good because it was just, didn't really matter what you were doing. It was just that the dialogue was quite witty and funny and it was fine. It's weird that they've gone back on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, that the, the Taken King did. Like, Taken King lightened the mood a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it introduced a, a bunch of stuff. Like, the strikes in it were like mini raids. Mm. They weren't, but they, you know, they had a puzzle to them, especially like that emboss, that one with the shield. Mm. Like, that was a brilliant fight. Um, Matt, get this. The strike in this, I can say this now, right? Yeah, yeah go for I it. I can say this. The strike in the new DLC is that first strike with the eyeball thing. Oh, it's... no, that's not. No, that's not it. What? <laughs> so there's one There's one new strike, and then there's two remixed ones. Um, yeah, one of those is, yeah, fucking Sepix. Um, Sepix but... Prime, well, thank God yeah. Well, thank God I didn't uh, write my review already then, because <laughs> I just thought there was one strike. There's three strikes. Two remix ones yeah. and one new yeah. one. Oh right, fuck, shit. I mean, what, I mean, when I was kicking off about this, I mean, don't worry about it because the the actual proper new strike is fucking dog shit. So, oh is yeah, it? it's okay. really bad. Good. <laughs> well, I need to do the new strike then. You do we'll uh, we'll do that this week. Good. Fuck, Sean. I said to, I said to you at the weekend. Yeah. I need to do the new strike. Can you run it with me? Yeah, sure. And then I said, where's the new strike? And you went, oh, it's go to the first no, one and change the difficulty. No, you were saying you needed to do Sepix Perfected because you had the question no, for I it. Did. You didn't... No, because I would never have said that word. Yeah, you did. <laughs> no, you said you need to do Sepix on hard mode. <laughs> never said that. You did. Um, you were drunk. You fucking... <laughs> was I drunk? Yeah, was, oh, was, that, was that the night you were drunk? I can't remember. I think it might have been. That's I most nights, Sean. You showed up in a you showed up in a party, and then like um, I forget who it was. And he was like Rowan or someone said, "Oh, a bit late, Dave." You're like, "Yeah, I've had a couple of drinks. What of it, mate?" <laughs> I think I was joking. Yeah, I know you were. But Although I can't remember, so maybe not. <laughs> um, yeah, you, but but and, uh, and the, as we said last week, mm. um, they. Uh, the, the problem with the new areas that the new social areas that they're bringing out is because it's it's just another pain in the ass to get to. Yeah. Um, if they were all connected to one another, I, I really hope they do that for Destiny Two, mm. where as opposed to the social area becoming new places, that it it's just one social area and it just expands the more that the game expands. Mm. You know that 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 would be great. Yeah, because like I think um, we all thought that we were it, like there's so many locked doors in the tower. Like, surely just start opening those up and you can put whatever you want on the other side of them. So yeah, it's totally weird what they've done. Yeah. It's 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 really weird the direction they've gone with a lot of things. Mm. I cannot believe the speaker is just not a thing. Yeah. And I, as you pointed out to me the other day, you just, we were playing for a little while and we were watching the cutscenes and um, you said, have you noticed that they've just completely dropped giving the, the player character a voice? Yeah. I was like... <laughs> Oh yeah, shit! When did that happen? Because <laughs> he spoke in the Taken King, didn't he? I don't know if he did in the Taken King. You know, I think it was just oh, year my one. God, how have I missed that? Mm. Crazy. 
crazy. I, I, I have we we haven't um, discussed over all the Destiny Two stuff, have we? Didn't that come out since the last podcast? Oh, maybe. I mean, there's not um, a huge amount to say, is there? Other than so the guys, um, I forget the actual titles, but like the lead producer and someone else on the Taken King are apparently working on Destiny Two, which a is good news and b explains maybe why Rise of Iron is a bit lackluster. Um, and there's a, was there also hints that it basically it's going to be a fresh start and you're not going to be carrying your character over. I don't think I care. I, I'm totally, totally happy with that. Yeah. Totally, totally fine with it. Like, I mean, like, oh, I can't carry my character over. Like, well, obviously, it's a new game, so whatever gear you've got is going to be horse shit at the start of Destiny 2, right? It has to be, because else what's the point? So what are you carrying over? Your fucking face texture. <laughs> yeah, that's the... Guess. Well, I, I, guess, I guess they would be saying, well, there's all my subclasses and stuff like that. I'll lose all that stuff. But my, all that might which change. Which I get, but I... I, I yeah I I I'd hope that they'd have completely new subclasses that we'd have to build up from scratch again yeah, anyway. Exactly. Like Jesus Christ! Imagine if they had the same fucking abilities and all that sort of shit again. Um, it needs to be a fresh start. It seriously needs to be a fresh well, start. Because I know, like again, you know, this is according to this mysterious um, supposed Bungie employee on Reddit who posted a load of shit, and he was saying basically the tools that they made uh, Destiny with are fucked. Um, in that it takes like something like eight hours to load a map up to make a tiny change in it, um, and it was just like became really sort of unwieldy. Um, so I would assume like a lot of the work that's gone into Destiny Two is just working on the tools they're going to use to build it, um, and I think that'll be one of the the reasons that they want this sort of clean slate. I mean, like some people have been kicking off saying, "Ah, oh, I thought you know everyone said it's supposed to like it's supposed to be this one platform that was running for ten years." Um, but I just no, I don't I don't I don't care. <laughs> well, what if it's all fuck all? They ain't gonna keep running it for ten years, are they? No. Just be grateful that they're starting to fix things, and they're obviously doing it for a good reason. Mm. You still, it's still gonna feel like Destiny, and that's that's what I care about. Yeah. You know, I want that feeling of playing Destiny. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I, I, don't I, care. I get it in terms of you know, if you're comparing it to World of Warcraft or any other you know MMO. Um, then like yeah that is generally how they do it is the base game is this this platform and then it just branches off from there for 10 years or whatever um and people like that um i guess but i don't know i, I just don't mind the other big rumor of course is it's going to come out on pc so will you oh, yeah. ditch ps4 and go pc ah, probably not probably stay on the ps4 just for convenience's sake spare platform minute <laughs> See, if it was, I, I, if I mean, it's I don't know. like a brand new thing, <laughs> yeah, that would I mean, make me want to try it much more than... Well, you see, there you go. It, yeah, it gives you, if there's people who've not yet got on board, then actually doing a full proper sequel instead of just another expansion feels like a much more substantial jumping off point. Mm-hmm. Apparently, James, if you buy the game, it just levels you straight up to 40 now. Really? Like, if you buy the, the, the complete version... You could just How start much is at that, 40. Though, at the moment. I don't know. I don't 45 know. Quid. But, um, 30, 30, 35 quid. 35 quid? Oh, yeah. Oh, is it, is it less than that? Okay. I'm sure it's um, 35 quid, yeah. I mean, it's worth pointing out that, like, levelling you straight up to 40 isn't really. I don't know. It's, like, there's so much well, no, other stuff it, to it that getting you straight to level 40 is, is, like, not really. doesn't mean a huge amount. But I could totally get him within. Um, 
a decent level pretty quickly, I think. Yeah. It's, it's interesting though, isn't it? They've, you know, there's that new pack that's got all the content in it. Like, because it's kind of disingenuous that it's like, oh yeah, it's got it's got the base game, it's got the fucking the dark below, it's got House of Wolves. So you, mate, you're not touching half of that now because it's pointless. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You'd still you'd still have all the dailies and the and uh, the monthly stuff on there, yeah, right? Yeah, I guess. But then the dailies never touch like year one stuff. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, because I don't. No, nah, well, I don't know. I think they just sort of admit that it's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dailies are always year two stuff now. Um, sorry to explain to anyone who doesn't play a lot of Destiny. Every every day it'll like pick a, a random story mission that you can um, do at like a harder difficulty than it was originally and get rewards and stuff. Um, and yeah, they they tend to just pick year two stuff now. I think. Oh, I did not know. I did not know mm-hmm. that. I mean, the only uh, the only right. year one thing I still do is Prison of Elders, and even that's like a. Like a newer version of that they introduced in year two. So, yeah. yeah, I need to get into that stuff again. Yeah, I need to get into that stuff. But I had that horrible feeling like um, that we used to have with certain people, Matt, where I would say, Oh, Sean, do you want to play a little bit of Destiny? And hearing the sort of groan in his voice because I'm, you know, 20 light levels below him at the moment, he's <laughs> <laughs> just thinking, See, I can play Destiny with you, but it's gonna be a waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm saying, Sean, is I get it. I understand, uh, but I've got to play with someone in it. That game is no fun on your own. No, it's fine. I mean, the um, like you know, so you need to do that strike the other day, but that's that is rewarding for both of us. Like it does a thing now where basically doing your your strikes or whatever gets you new items that are just always well usually a little bit better than whatever you currently are. Um so it's still worth doing. Okay, well you got no excuse then. No. Next time you ignore my invite. I mean I just don't right, fucking I, like you. It's the only that's all I've got. I, fair. Just say that then. Stop <laughs> being a fucking like a little wuss. Um <laughs> what what else have you been playing? Uh, I've dug out my old Game Boy Advance or oh, uh, Game Boy Micro, you know the Tiny little one. Um, oh shit! That's, that those, those is, that is, always wanted one, never owned one. Man. Yeah, well, it's got. Um, I don't know if Spong will appreciate me discussing this openly. It's got a flash cart on it, and it's got every oh, like every scum. every good um, GBA game on it. And um, for some reason, I think it's because you know about a month ago I was chatting about pinball games. Um, decided to have a go on Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire. It's well good. It's like it's properly made for fucking idiots who are no good at pinball because it is so slow. It's ridiculous, and that's what, like as I was playing, I was like, "Man, this is fucking, this is ridiculous!" Like the balls just floating around. Um, and then I went to start a new game, and it's like, "Oh no, there's yeah, there's an option for like the the ball speed." I must have had, I had it on normal. Maybe there's a fast option. No, there's normal and slow. I was on normal, <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a decent little pinball game, and again, there's all like stupid mini games where it like transports you to different areas, and you gotta hit Pokemon with fucking balls, and um, there's like you have to sort of hit certain things to like capture new Pokemon and let and then like um, evolve them, and it's good fun, and I'm enjoying it, and I'm really it's just really nice like having that Game Boy Micro again, because um, there's just so many good games like that just lives next to the toilet now basically that's that's. 
That's what that is that's for. That's the new. Uh, that's the new witty little books that yeah, you used exactly, to get yeah, at Christmas. Yeah. Oh, have QI books. Um, no, mate. Game Boy Micro with a fucking flashcard. <laughs> sort your life out. Ooh, famous poos <laughs> in the <laughs> ages. Um, Sean, mm. was you know Sonic Pinball? I never played Sonic it. Spin- Sonic, Sonic Spinball. Spinball. Yeah. Sonic Spinball. Is that looked down on as a bad game or not? I have no idea. I've never heard anyone talking fondly of it. So I remember playing oh, it, shit. it being crap. Yeah. Was, I remember yeah. absolutely adoring it as a kid, but I don't know if that was because, you know, you got one game a year, so you better fucking like it, um, or it was genuinely quite good. I should go back and play it. Sometime. I don't remember hating it. I remember being quite big, quite quite a big thing when it came out. But but you were, we were a huge kids. Sonic fan as well. Yeah, you? oh yeah, Sega. Sega oh, yeah, he's got attitude in, but in a pinball machine. Yeah, God, I just remember it being like, like really attitude. jerky and slow. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, it wasn't that good. <laughs> it's a bit like you, Dick James. Um, <laughs> the only game that I've played this week that hasn't been mentioned already is uh, I've uh, was so furious with the fact that we didn't get code for Forza Horizon Three <laughs> that I've I went back and played Forza Horizon Two. I did wonder what you showed them. Dave. You showed I did. them. Oh, They're absolutely gutted now. We're a mess of you again. <laughs> um, Harry caught an eye of it. I thought of it and then that was it we've been playing that for several hours pretty much every morning just to keep him quiet for five minutes and my word that game holds up but I've done everything in Forza Horizon 2 I've done all the races I completed their campaign there was nothing else to do really and you can't take it online because Harry could just do something like you could just go right done with this now bye and then all of a sudden you're in the middle of a game and you're kind of like so um I was driving along one of the roads and it, it pinged up. You have driven down 257 of 320 roads. <laughs> so that's what I did for two hours. I, I I drove down every single road in the game. Jesus. And got 10 gamer score points <laughs> for it. <laughs> and then, Sean, I remembered. <laughs> I know. I thought that was well bad. Every single road in the game I've driven down. And it just gives me that. Um then Sean, mm. I remembered that I had the Fast and Furious DLC that I hadn't even <laughs> touched yet. So what a waste of time! Uh, so I played that for a little bit, which was a bit shit, but it doesn't matter, does it? It's better than driving Still down all the roads. Yeah, it, t- 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 it tells you which roads you've driven down. You don't have to just. Yeah, the, if you go to the map, it, there's there's uh, okay. they're white if you've driven down them, and then yeah, you can see the gaps where right. you haven't driven down. You just set waypoints and stuff like that. I mean, it's totally pointless, but for some reason. <laughs> be honest with you the feeling of drop when i had like 319 and i just had one more to go and i'd set the waypoint and it was like five six kilometers away as i was driving to that last bit i was pretty fucking excited <laughs> i was pretty feel like fucking coming buzzing. home from a war or something like okay <laughs> yeah it was just kind of like i've done it now i've done it brilliant it's like when you look on your sat nav you've had a four hour drive and there's like 10 minutes left and you're like Yes, that's all done. The longest ten minutes now, of the journey, though, <laughs> excruciating. Yeah, it's usually because it, when I if it, I've been driving for four hours, it means because I've been driving to fucking London. Don't you dare! Don't you dare! Um, yeah. So I mean, I'm totally pumped for. I'm going to get four now. I've traded on Overwatch. That's gone. Um, and I just need to wait for Forza Horizon Four to pop into my local scene. Oh, yeah, been waiting a fair long time. <laughs> free, free. Just, just wait free. two years. 
Should we get on to questions? Yeah, better. Please. Good. Okay. What have we got? We have got we've actually got some emails, so if you want to email Shit. us, it's uh, the computer game show at gmail.com. And the first one's from Capone Adam. It's a bit it's a bit interesting. Um so it says here the cover image for your <laughs> Don't incredible. Comment on them before we've heard them. It makes what? so different like No, because I was I was in two minds as to whether to include it or not, and then but I'm gonna. So it says um Go the on. cover image for your incredible podcast shows four lines, each a different colour. In the very first episode, you alluded to each line representing one of your four presenters. I've been thinking about this for some time and wondered if you had had this discussion yet. But what would happen to this image if someone left, or God forbid, someone died? (laughs) I feel that if someone leaves the show, one of the lines should vanish. If that person is then replaced as a permanent fixture, then a new line would come back as a new colour entirely. After the first person passes away, their line should remain black. (laughs) He's thought about this way too much, (laughs) hasn't he? This is why I was in two minds. After the first person passes away, their line should remain but become black. If someone were to come in and fill their gap, there would be five lines of colour, including the now black line. Clearly this was in the thought of the designer, as the background is thankfully a dark grey, and so the black line will be visible. Just wondered if you have ever thought about this. Oh, the real component's back. <laughs> uh, we haven't, but... It's a good idea, though. Let's, yeah. That's a brilliant let's, idea. Let's, let's, well, who right? Okay, if I die, the show stops, right? <laughs> well, no. I think if Sean dies, the show goes on. I think if James dies, the the show definitely goes on. <laughs> if Matt dies, that's a tough one for me. <laughs> does it go on without Matt? Yeah, he's got the drive. Actually, does it go on without Sean? <laughs> Doesn't go on without any of us. If if someone dies, then this show James over. dies. Would get it carries on. Oh, yeah, apart from, <laughs> apart from James. Yeah, apart from James. It's great to be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good last week. Oh yeah, oh, um, it's a great show. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think being we described would... as the whipping boy by Sean. That was nice. <laughs> um, sure yeah, we haven't actually discussed what colours we are. Someone someone sent in a whole email with, with suggestions and we each colour we are. Capone, go back and listen to that show. <laughs> Next question. Okay. If you were as rich as Palmer Lucky, uh, what message would you try to enforce on the world using meme magic? That's from SMW. What message would I try and enforce on the world? Um, that if you... Just to point out to people... That if you hold, like, if you feel underneath, you know those uh, crossings, public, like cross road crossings or whatever, where you press the button and wait for the green man. Yeah, yeah. If you feel underneath where you uh, press the yeah. button, sometimes there's a little spinny yeah. thing. It's a good time, that. There you go. Try that. Try that when you're out and about. Press the little button, feel underneath, little spinny thing. I'd heard rumours that people were tying razors to them at one point. What? Cunts, Sean, and that's what people do. They're wankers. You're fucking kidding me. Um, but yeah, like those things are literally nope. there for blind and deaf people. Yeah, and people. Are, oh, fuck, Jesus but, Christ, Jesus fucking Christ. That's that, that. I mean, I've never seen it, but that's what I've been told. Okay, uh, it might be a, a false. Okay, thing. the message. Yeah, just the message I would try and tell enforce. People about that. Be uh, don't try and slash up people with severe disabilities. There you go. That's a good. Maybe I feel like, if we both get this chance, I feel like that's something that most one. people can get behind. But you know. <laughs> maybe not, James. Yeah. James, what would you try? It's outrageous. It's also not fair. Everyone to call you doctor. <laughs> doctor yeah, so Farlow. Def- definitely that, David. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what then? I don't know. I didn't really think about Brilliant. it. Brilliant, Matt. See what I mean by about you dying and it not mattering, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Probably. Um. My name's only got one T, not two T's. That'd be great. You know, people still email me now <laughs> with of saying hi, Matt, of two T's. Like, you know, I, do you think I spelled my name wrong? Is that what yeah, you just think? You're just misspelling his own name. What a fucking idiot. No, I was thinking this when you were talking about doing the hashtags <laughs> for the uh, PSVR thing. I was like, how oh, are people going to do it with two T's and we're only going to get like a third of the results? <laughs> exactly. I would have accounted for those as well, Sean. Yeah, Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Please do it for two T's. Um, okay. Have you got one yet, James? No. Let's move on. Excellent. Next question. Okay. So Fucking we got, hell. We've got loving the podcast at the moment, especially the anticipation Cheers, of one day finding out that Matt's repressed rage, as he spelt your name wrong, Matt, uh, yeah, finding out that Matt's <laughs> repressed rage has sent him to the top of a clock tower locked and loaded with a sniper rifle, I'm assuming. Keep an eye on Channel 4 News. The day is coming. Anyway, I was thinking, as an avid gamer, I've invested in both a PS4 and an Xbox One. With all the news of the upcoming PS Pro and the Scorpio, it has got me th- uh, rethinking where I buy my multi-format games. I was previously favouring the PS4, but as I, as I now have the Scorpio, as I now know the Scorpio will be the more powerful console in the future, I've started to think, uh, you know, lean that way instead. The promise of both native 4K support and HDR from the Scorpio make me think that even games released now will eventually benefit and look better on that console. Aside from the obvious benefits when it's out, do you think this is a shrewd marketing move from Microsoft to get consumers buying more from them a year before its release? Uh, hence the really early tech announcement, or just a happy side effect. Have you considered it, and is it impacting your buying habits already? Adam? Was that Adam from Stoke-on-Trent? It was, yes. Adam, do you, I think you might be the only one in the world thinking that way, mate. <laughs> I, I, that didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> Mine neither, but I quite like it. Matt, that sounds like something you would definitely do, though. Well, oh, actually, actually probably, there's yeah. a new version coming out to make this slightly better. So what I'm going to do now is buy every game on this console in preparation for the new... Of course, I the want the HDR oh. update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, the whole like two consoles thing is, it's just a total stress, isn't it? Because you can't mm-hmm. just say, oh, a game's out, I'm going to buy it. Now you're like... Our games out. What are you getting on? What are you getting on? What what was? Are you gonna play every night? No, will you? It's just coming to go to one console. It'd be so and it easier. just takes it just takes one prick to turn around and go. No, I'm getting on our Xbox. Fuck you guys. Oh, and yeah, and just like, we'll like oh, on Xbox. we've all oh. got to get on Xbox now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare. And we all know who that person. The amount is. of games this generation I've had to play on Xbox, even though clearly, like you know, the PlayStation versions are better. One, it's a nightmare. Anyway, yeah, it's bad. Um, I don't think about. I haven't really thought about it. It's, it's an interesting idea. I mean, maybe. I mean, it, there's going to be some. There's going to be some benefits on Microsoft's side to announce a console a year before. It's quite strange. I, I mean, they've totally got an open goal at the moment. I was really disappointed with the PS Pro and what it had to offer. Um, and again, it's going back to that thing where they kind of have to cater for last. They're, they're older consoles, which, you know, they can't get out of, really. Uh, releasing a new console after three years is, is going to get people's backs up. And if, if they didn't include, like, if it was kind of signaling the end of the PS4's life, that that's no good. Yeah, Microsoft, <laughs> Microsoft have played a blinder in this. It, it'd be perfect because, because Sony can't afford to suddenly say, here's a new console, because that would suddenly piss off 
suddenly piss off all, all, all the users. Whereas Microsoft, they feel like they probably do need to start again in many ways, in inverted commas, to do what they can to, to get the jump on, on PlayStation. Whereas it's weird, Sony isn't can't it? Say, would... Oh, uh, sod the current PlayStation. You know, I know there's 14 million of you out there, but sod that, get a new one. Like, Sony can't do that. So they've got to be so careful. They can't say a PS4, PS4 Pro or PlayStation. Is it PS4 Pro or PlayStation Pro? It's PlayStation Pro, isn't it? They can't just say, PlayStation Pro is incredible. Get this. It will blow your mind. They can't do that because that will then piss off all the current PS4 owners. So they've got to be so delicate. Whereas Microsoft can say that a year from now, Scorpio is going to blow your balls off and you should get excited about that. So it's really, really, really fascinating how they're going to market this thing and how, how the message is going to be relayed over the next 12 months. It's weird how Sony have brought their one out first. Like I, I find it very strange that because you would expect that Microsoft would want to get this out to sort of put the Xbox One behind them a little bit and start building the brand up again. But instead, it's Sony that have come out with theirs first. And it just kind of feels, I suppose it feels a bit of a halfway house job, it which does, I guess yeah. it's supposed to. But the Sony, it Sony just one feels like, like hubris. It really does feel like hubris. I, it's, it, I can't wait to see what the Scorpio is and if it lives up to what they've been saying it lives, it's going to live up to. Um, I mean, the rumours of Scorpio is that, it, that that's four times the power of the current, current consoles, whereas um, uh, PS Pro is like two, two and a bit times more powerful than PS4. So, you know, if, if the I don't fully are, understand what that means. Well... Because power's in different ways, right? It's not oh, yeah, just... yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's those rumours about, about about whether the score is going to have like 16 gig of RAM or some, some ridiculous amount of RAM. But, but regardless of that, I mean, the, the, the Scorpio feels like that could be a really huge, almost next generation console level of upgrade. Whereas this is, it's good and it's a more powerful than current PlayStation 4, but this feels very much like a half step. And if Microsoft are basically doing, in my mind, what they did with a the 360, they basically killed the Xbox early to get a 360 out. I'm not saying they're killing the one, but. It'd be interesting what I do with branding if they called it the Xbox One Scorpio, if they just ditched that and treat this as if as if, as if as if it is a new console. But it feels like they're just saying, look, we're going to do a massive, new, hugely powerful console and get it out essentially before the PlayStation Five because this, the Pro is just a very much a half step. So I feel like they're doing doing the same thing again, and it works so well for 360 getting mm. out there quickly. So yeah, it's, it's the whole thing's fascinating. I've just got this image of. Um... Major Nelson coming out this time next year and going, no, we said it takes four times the amount of power to run. <laughs> yeah. That's what we were saying. It's going to cost you £300 a year in electricity. <laughs> Get used to it, nerds. Get a second job. <laughs> um, I, I, well, one other thing I wanted to talk about, about these consoles is that, again, Microsoft, I think, has played this super well because they've been focused so much on backwards compatibility. A thing where when the PS4 came out, you know, a lot of people, you know, I, for me, I wasn't really bothered about backwards compatibility because when you get a new console, you just really want to play the new games. It's nice to play the old ones, but generally... It's nice, nice to have, but I, I generally just focus on new games. Sony have obviously gone down this streaming route where you can pay uh, a few quid a month. We have PlayStation now. Microsoft or so Microsoft have been working like tirelessly to get as many you know Xbox and 360 games at least backwards compatible. So when the new console properly drops, they will have a massive back catalogue and. The things we take for um, take for granted now on iOS and Android, the fact that you have all your games and all your apps and they move from phone to phone, is something that Microsoft have basically just have, they've basically done in the background, and it's just going to happen. Where Sony, I think they're going to be in a bit of a bit of trouble because 
uh, unless they have got all the backwards compatibility happening in the background and they're just trying to sell PlayStation Now subscriptions, they aren't going to have this massive library that we've got on, on Xbox. So I think the, that, the that's worst also thing about really interesting. That as well, is like the PlayStation Now thing, it's not even a couple of quid. It's like 13 quid to mm. like use, which is like not really that tri- no, you're not really that cheap. And it's it's one of the things that actually kind of pissed me off a bit when I bought a PS4 because I haven't played any like PS3 games like at all. And if I could have just been able to just buy those discs, you know, I'd have really loved that. But um, yeah, you can't. It's just PlayStation Now is the only way. Well, what do you guys think about this whole backwards compatibility and the fact that Sony and Microsoft are doing it so differently? Do you think that's going to affect Sony in a couple of years when suddenly they haven't got what Microsoft have with all their huge back catalogue and library? I think it's going to be. I think I think backwards compatibility is going to continue to get used the way it has this generation. Is that basically no one will bother until someone's on the back foot, and then they'll come up with the better solution. Because <laughs> I think that's totally what happened this generation. I don't think either either Sony or Microsoft were going to bother, and then Microsoft found that actually it needed a a, a win. So it's like, do you know what? Let's just fucking do backwards compatibility properly, and everyone will love it, and they do. Um, wasn't PlayStation okay, okay, I've now? Got, I've got a question about that. Out, okay. So on, was, if, wasn't PlayStation now actually um, out before backwards compatibility yeah, comes? It's to... not brilliant, though, is it? It's not. It's no. I mean, it's shit. It's, it's really shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it at all. But uh, yeah, sorry. Go on, James. Well, you know, I mean, obviously, Nintendo need a massive win. What are they going to do? Like, is they going to have any of that in the? They're just going to do. Just going to do some weird shit, like always. I reckon they won't. They're going to do the usual. It's all going to be just HD of... updates of. Um... <laughs> you might be right. I mean, it, you know, there's been these suggestions that it is going to just run <laughs> 3DS stuff. Um, I mean, any 3DS game is going to look like horseshit on a television. So, I don't know how that's going to work. Nintendo Network's going to happen. Yeah, boy. It's going to happen. There's going to be a full subscription to a, a shit ton of their old games. No, they'll, they'll, why, would they, just... why would they do that? <laughs> Why wouldn't they do that? Because they can sell new remasters every six months. You, there's only so many remasters of certain games that they can get out of people again. Whereas nah, if they're going to be buying Super yeah, Mario Yeah, everyone's going to keep doing it. Oh, I was going to say, they're going to get numbers and it's 4K. <laughs> they won't call it Nintendo Network. They'll literally just call it the Mario Tax. Tenor, <laughs> yeah. tenor a month. Deal <laughs> yeah. with it, mate. <laughs> yeah, Mario license, yeah. Uh, like the old TV license, isn't it? Yeah. They'll send my motor around with a clipboard yeah. going, oh, excuse me, is your TV plugged into your Nintendo console? Um, okay, next okay. question. All right, Matt, okay. I've got a question about follow-up. Can I ask you? Yeah. Because, okay, so with the follow-up stuff, is it something that's generated a buzz or is it just people correcting us? Well, what's the deal with it? Um, it's It's a bit of both. Okay, because this because probably should have been up, follow up. <laughs> Very late yeah. in the show, but we've got some follow up. <laughs> so anyway, so Luke I've, says, I, can I, so I just say, I've I've got a question about follow up as well. Did no one have yeah. a go at me for saying uh, tagger instead of cracker? No one tweeted no. us about that because fucking hell, that was, a, so he was very happy. That was a blunder and a half. Very happy with pointing that out. Anyway, I, I couldn't hello. give a shit to be quite honest <laughs> with you. Next, hello fellas. Last week you talked about why cinemas cost so much. And how come no one has opened a cheaper cinema? Ticket prices cost that much as film companies take upwards of 80% of the money made on a ticket. Mother Cinemas f- made a, make a loss on most shows unless it's a sellout. They make their money on popcorn, nachos, etc. There once was an Easy Cinema, same brand as EasyJet, that had cheap tickets and all the food. That. 
Yeah, and all the food was brought from vending machines. In order to keep ticket prices cheap, they would show movies a week later than release. Unsurprisingly, it died on its ass. And that was from Luke uh, Whitney. Right, so that's why they're so, so that, keen that to been sell you fucking shitty food because they, they're not paying anything to the studios when they do. No, that makes sense. Basically, yeah. And that's uh, why the fucking food is so damn expensive, yeah. man. Popcorn costs the costs them like literally fuck all to make. And uh But they're, but and, they're yeah, making they you literally fuck all off your actual ticket, so yeah. That's fair. Yeah, fair but then, I, I, I can't go in cinema and not buy a large combo. I, I, I just can't go watch film where I don't buy like a four I'm exactly pound, the same. Four pound coke exactly and a six pound popcorn. I don't care if it's a tenner, I'm doing it. You can't stop yeah. me. I'm I'm exactly the same. I'm not alive, Dave, you and I. I'm not happy unless my lips are shriveled after a huge like <laughs> thing of salted popcorn. Oh, that, that reminds they need, me. Um, they need to be shriveled. Uh, next weekend, I'm making you all watch Popstar. Deal with it. No, you're you not. Yes. Uh, no, we are. No, no, we are, Dave, yeah. It's an SNL oh, movie. Yeah. You'll be good. No, I'm all right. Thanks. No, you'll love um, it. Next, next question. Okay, the re- re- uh, the reveal of the PS4 Pro caused me to do two things that I'm sure Sony did not have the intention of doing. I cancelled my pre-order for the PSVR and decided oh, to build fuck. my own gaming PC. Let me explain why. I cancelled my PSVR because the Pro is said to improve the VR experience. In order to have the best VR experience, I needed to buy the Pro. In order to take full advantage of the Pro, though, I would need a 4K TV, which I don't have at the moment and won't be for a while in my bedroom where I play games. Therefore, I thought it would be best for me to cancel my pre-order as I wouldn't be using either device to its full potential without spending upwards of £1,000 for everything. The money I saved on the headset, camera, controllers and pro, I decided to put into gaming, into building a gaming PC. I can understand why people are put by uh, the complications of PC gaming, but it doesn't bother me too much. I thought that if console updates like the pro are going to be happening more regularly, it might be cheaper in the long run to go to PC gaming. Plus, it now means I get to play Microsoft exclusives like Forza Horizon 3. I'll keep my PS4 for the exclusives and will likely get a PS5 for the same reason. Do you think other people have done the same as what I have done? I've heard that others have on various forums for the same reasons as me, and I wonder if this is an unanticipated effect from the Pro announcement for Sony, from Kurt Lewin. What I don't get about this, right, is that you... (sighs) You've decided to get a VR headset and you were thinking about getting an upgraded PS4, but instead you spent that money on the PC. I don't... Like, you no, haven't no, saved... I don't I get think, what the... De- I think I he was saying this. that he... Because originally he was thinking about just getting the headset, but then as soon as they announced the the, um, the Pro, it kind of makes it feel like you've got to get that to get the best out of it. Whereas before he, he hadn't really considered that, I think. But... Uh, no, I, I don't think they're comparable, right? Because I don't think it's about saving money. It's more the fact like, well, if you're spending about a grand for this, you might as well buy a PC and play games that look incredible and have yeah. much more options open to him, indie games, VR games, etc., etc. I feel like it's not about saving money, but it's like, if I'm basically going to spend how much, about a grand... How much do you think it is to to build a uh, PC that can run Oculus? That can oh, run I, Oculus? I, I, I mean, there's, there's been articles yeah, like, look, mate, you can do it for 500 quid and stuff, I think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, definitely. Right. But then, like five hundred quid plus the Oculus, you look still looking at one thousand two hundred pound, right? Yeah, but yeah. that PC can run Microsoft Word. And <laughs> can't, can't do that on your PS4 Pro. Yeah, so not about yeah. saving money. It's about if he's going to spend a grand to get this 
PSVR plus the he Pro. Might as well get he might the old, buy, the old yeah, might as well buy a PC and have incredible looking games and such a large variety. And mm. yeah, I, I think this whole Pro thing is really strange. And also, you know, it's people are going to be made to decide: do you want a Pro or do you want a PSVR? And a lot of people think I'll buy the Pro because it's like you know, I want a better PlayStation. It can make all my games look better rather than some silly headset thing. I think it's just it's crazy that Sony would do this. And like. You know, instead of make focusing a message on PSVR, they're like, actually, 350 quid, you can also buy this instead. Or, I mean, who are going to buy both? Um, obviously, there will be a small subset that do, but this is just muddy the waters even more. It's crazy, really. You are right. I mean, it's weird. It's very strange. You're totally right, actually. Here are two products that cost exactly the same, and you'll either want one or the other. Yeah. I mean, some people want both, and I, I, I would definitely like a pro after I get the VR headset. But it's just, it's confusing as fuck. Why would you do it, Sony? It's weird. <laughs> oh, it's just Sony are on a power trip at the moment, aren't they? They certainly seem like arrogant. Sony is is coming back into play again. Just oh, oh they'll buy whatever. <laughs> just stick it out. That's what I said it's hubris. Well, the whole thing. It's. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, in terms of um, whether. You know, a lot of people have decided to go PC. I, I, I've definitely heard from people who said I might as well go PC game. You know, do a PC gaming thing now rather than you know doing the, the constant upgrades on console. I, I think you, you won't be alone there, Kurt. I think loads of people will, will be doing that. Um, yeah, like at the end yeah. of the day, yeah, consoles right. have been robbed of some of that simplicity, and that was always their strongest thing against bothering with a PC. So, yeah, I can see why some people might jump over. That is a good point. That's a good point. I just, I've still got. I don't think anything's ever going to convince me to make the switch. To be honest <laughs> with you, I'm such a curmudgeon. Is that the right word? Yeah, it'll do. Yeah. Doctor, good. It could be. Yeah. All right. All right, James. Okay, James. Let's get, let's put that brain to use now. Come <laughs> on. Yeah, okay, so we've got some now, tweets boy. here. So if you want to tweet us, it's um, at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Um, so the first one's from Dirty Bristow. He says, "Before all the big guns come out for Christmas, uh, what has been uh, game of the year so far, and can you see anything beating it?" I vote for Doom, and that's that's Doom. Not bad. I need to play Doom. Doom is up there. I need that to play it. Brilliant, really good. Uh, Earth Defense Force four point one is probably one of mine. Uh, Hitman's up there. Um, uh, tons of Dark Souls three. Yeah, Dark Souls. God, fuck, that was this year, wasn't it? Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it? Um. Yeah, it's been a good good fucking year. I have to say, though, I don't think... I mean, it says, you know, the big gun's coming out for Christmas. There's not much left on my list. I mean, Last Guardian, I obviously... I was going to say the opposite. Okay, okay. I was going to say, it's, there's there's a good, very good opportunity to nick mine away from okay. me. Definitely. I mean, obviously, Tights um, 2, Battlefield 1. Last Guardian. Last Guardian. Um, Mafia 3. Oh, yeah, Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. You got, yeah, but then if you were... If you had the shit about that... No, no, What's no the press are getting copies until the game is out. Yeah, someone said this to me. Was it you that yeah, mentioned it was me, that? Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Come on, we know that means fuck all these days. No, 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 this is this is this is the, they're not getting copies until the game is out. Normally, they get the copies first, and then the embargo is the day of release. Pre- no, press aren't again, getting copies until it's out. That's different. No, I. It's not the same thing. Dave, it, I know, you, the I same know thing. you're excited, but. <laughs> Doesn't bode well. It's going to be the best game ever. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. No. There's. A, I, I. I. There are quite a few games. I. I think even Pez would be up there for me at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, which is saying something. It's not been a classic year, is it? 
Um, mine's inside so far. I'm oh, of course, not yeah. Sure. Inside's I'm not sure. I haven't shout. obviously played as, as, as many games as you guys have, but for me, I can't see. I don't know what games could come and potentially beat that. Um, yeah, who knows? But inside is up there for me, definitely. It's uh, th- th- that was a special game. Yeah, inside's a good shout, James. What's yours? Well, the thing is, does this have to be like a game? Is it a game that I I really like, or does it have to be something which is like genre breaking and amazing? No, does it just be your, your game third, of the year, yeah, mate? Whatever it means to you. Okay, then probably what I'm playing at the moment, which is Paper Mario, because it's it's really really Embargo. good. Embargo. I know. Embargo. What isn't there, James? Gets fucking it's, sued. Uh, well, yeah, and I'm, this, this is, it may be, uh, maybe this is just like you know an early early impressions. It's like a preview of what I think. Yeah, it's a preview. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe this is a preview that I'm saying it's my game of the year. <laughs> it's a preview of the year in many ways. Many, <laughs> many ways. <laughs> maybe it's a maybe it's a um, a preview that I I'm saying it's probably getting a ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first level okay. is ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just, it, seriously, it's just a preview of my opinion of, like, you know, what it's going to be, but, yeah. <laughs> it's a little preview, listeners, it's a preview of James's of my opinion. opinion. <laughs> uh, next question. Okay. Morbid Beard says, that's a that's a good username. Uh, which console do you think is not necessarily the best, but the one you have fondest memories oh, of? Oh, here we go. Reason? This is it. I'm going for the Sega Master System 2. Because it was Sega Saturn. But Master System 2, what's wrong with the first Oh my one? god, Matt, Sega Saturn. <laughs> Okay, no, let's go James first. Master System 2, yeah, I love that as well. It's a great, it was a great console. It's not, obviously not, didn't have as many games as the NES, but it's still, it was still good. There was a lot of good stuff on it. Yeah, I, I had 3. a much poorer version of Sonic, but uh, it did have Alex Kidd built in. And um, yeah, I love a Master System 2. <laughs> Alex the Kid. A Master System 2 was shit as well. I didn't have any fond memories of that. No, I had a Master System. I, I fucking barely remember it. Um, Alex Kidd, come on. Nah, no, I had the I had the first mass system that the only oh, wow. built in game was the fucking snail main. That snail one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Don't get me wrong. I had really good music if I remember right. I'm gonna have to look that up now. Um but no, I think for me, probably the GameCube. Oh, I did have good there yeah. for me. Just in yeah, terms good, of good like of that. that was the last console I had where everyone sitting around playing games together regularly was a thing, so um, mine's probably either the N64 or the uh, original Xbox. Original Xbox? Because the original Xbox simply for the Halo sessions yeah, that okay. we had and, and for when Xbox Live launched. Yeah, like that was um, such a huge Moto thing. MotoGP was amazing on that. Yeah, MotoGP, Whacked, you know, all the classics. Um, uh, and um, the N64, because I was at that age where. You know, I mean, there were so many good games on it. Goldeneye was amazing. Uh, WCW, NWA Revenge, Killer Instinct, um, Mario Kart, and not so much Killer Instincts. I never really, I never really got into that series, but um, yeah, I mean, Banjo Kazooie, Diddy Kong Racing. I mean, the the list goes on. The the, the amount of incredible games on that system. Um, you know, that year where all my mates got Zelda Ocarina of Time. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was our new theme tune music. It's good, isn't it? Um, yeah, classic. Uh, yeah, I know. I've got a soft spot for the PlayStation Two, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. That's definitely up there. So, so some classic ones. I never really had a PlayStation One, so I, I I couldn't love that as much as a lot of people do. But had, um, uh, years ago, I remember my uh, one of my cousins was like, "Oh yeah, boyfriend, boyfriend wants boyfriend, boyfriend uh, wants to get one of the new consoles. What should he get?" And he's like, he's thinking of getting a PlayStation. Me and brother like, no, I got N64, N64, N64. 
Um, and like throughout my life, I've sort of phased in and out of guilt around that. And that sometimes I'm like, no, I should have just told him to get a PlayStation because he'd have loved it. And sometimes I'm like, no, fuck him. Fuck him. He should have got the N64. Like, yeah. <laughs> basically, he got the N64 yes. and then barely used it, apparently. And he was like, oh, yeah, I just want to play fucking FIFA and that. Um, and uh, But he couldn't because we told him to get an N64 and he just had, like, Cruising USA and some other shit on it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've mentioned it before, but um, a lot of people at my school hated me when I told them, convinced them all to get a uh, Sega Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we went to the same school, Dave, because, um, yeah, me and my mates all bought Saturns and that's easily my my, my favourite console ever. Like How? It, because, I mean, okay, Panzer Dragoon Saga, also the fact that they gave away the entire disc, first disc on the official Sega Saturn magazine. The <laughs> official Sega Saturn magazine was incredible. I, I love that editorial team, like, like, like more than my own family, frankly. It was just <laughs> amazing to be a Sega fan back in those days. Yes, the Saturn was a nightmare to code and the games were gash, but <laughs> it just, and, and I, I had the choice to get either a PlayStation or, or Saturn, but I was like, I'm not going to let Sony with a stupid playstation it sounded like some fucking kids toy I was like, i'm not getting a playstation it sounds rubbish <laughs> i got something I, I loved it like international superstar soccer that was brilliant I obviously had like daytona sega rally oh it's just i love the sound so much the burning rangers was class deep fear that's one of the, <laughs> one of the last games mm. see um, i bought one from cx Knights. for 20 quid wasn't that impressed it it's probably the lithium battery is probably gone now, and it's a nightmare to. Yeah, you you, you, can, you had to change the lithium battery, and you can go to like I go to H Samuels to get a new lithium battery because I was the the, the <laughs> clock would reset. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, H Samuels. A nightmare of a console, but yeah, easy. My my the, the console I've loved the most. I've had I've had incredible games. Yeah, we played like hours and hours around my mate Peter's house playing that, and the, yeah, I love I love the pads. The console itself was massive. It was purple when it came out in Japan, and oh, good times. Nights into Dreams was amazing Nights when that weird, when that crazy analog pad came out for it. The yeah, massive disc of a pad. Yeah, I, I used to play Christmas nights every every Christmas. You know. Yeah, same here. Oh. Totally. Yeah, I, I I used to listen to that CD just in in my hi-fi stereo hi-fi whatever you know. Okay, I had, that's all, too much. All the, all the banging <laughs> tracks. No. Yeah, I could do. It. We should do a whole Sega Saturn special, Dave. You had one. I we had did. One. We, we did a karaoke episode games. once on Joypod where yeah, Sean yeah. sang the uh, some of the songs from Dream, Nights into Dreams. Was good. It was I good, Dave. No, uh, I think we should do a Saturn, a, a Saturn special. Where we can go through old games, talk about it. Well, let's do that that weekend. That'll come up. Yeah, I'll be in VR, mate. <laughs> um, James, have you got one? Have you said yours? Yeah, I said Master System Two. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, that's that's why I forgot. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Okay, so Desmond says, uh, "Have you ever put yourself through a shit game just because it's part of a series you like? For example, Zelda Two on the NES." No, I've not got the patience for something like that. I just get the um. I don't think so, anyway. No, I mean, uh, like Dragon Age Two, I put too much time in because I really liked the first one and assumed the second one was going to get good at some point, and it never did. So yeah, I guess that counts, but that's not like I don't know. I think what like what what he means is more like going back to a game, and it's like something like Zelda. Obviously, has been sort of part of our lives since ever and then you sort of go hang on I never actually played this one from 20 years ago and it's shit but I'm going to play it anyway I've never done anything like that I've tried to go back to Mass Effect 1 a few times oh, yeah. and just think oh god has it aged that badly no. yeah I mean I know they I know they, they improved well, loads went, of things it, for 2 but 
it was absolutely appalling after trying it. Like I tried it before too, yeah. and I didn't even get through it then. <laughs> so um, right. yeah, not good. I mean, I played Uncharted three. <laughs> yeah, good point. That probably counts, right? <laughs> that probably counts, Matt. You're right. Come on, James. Come on, here we Either go. Answer Come the on. question or move You're on. Come now. on, we can do this. Okay, let's move on. We've got the MREX podcast says with Crash Bandicoot, uh, Crash Bandicoot about to get a remake treatment. What nineties platformer deserves a reboot? I'm voting for Zool. That's me personally. Not I'm, not I'm voting for Skate Three. Yeah, yeah, Skate Three. Next question. That's it. Good. <laughs> well, sorry about this week. Um, <laughs> hopefully, we'll be back next week. I don't know. We might not bother. Well, we bothering Matt? Yeah, we'll, we do we'll it be next week. We'll be back next week. Why? Why would we be back the, next week? Uh, keep an eye on the icon for the podcast. If all suddenly all four lines go black, <laughs> yeah, <You need> to... <laughs> that'd be amazing. If like we only, we only mentioned someone died in a, you know an accident because one of the lines went out. Like, I've got a long drive up to yours. Don't joke about that. You utter <laughs> nutcase. Yes, I, yes, Adam. Um, okay. Matt, it's your yes. turn okay. now. So yeah, we're doing this live show. So um, go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the computer game show or just search for the computer game show on YouTube. Uh, on on there, there is like a panel where you can basically hit remind me or subscribe or whatever. Um, th- th- we will be doing a live show on Saturday hit the 15th like October. Hit like and remind me. That's what they all <laughs> say, isn't it? Those YouTubers. Hit like and remind me. Go to the page, <laughs> that's what it says. Anyway, yeah, Saturday 15th October, 15th October 7pm, we're going to do some sort of live podcast thing uh still gets to be decided but go there um obviously the show is also on itunes it's on pocket cast etc it'd be great if you can tweet us we're at computer game pod on twitter we're on facebook as well um and on on our youtube channel new episodes go up every single week you can email us uh the computer game show at gmail.com and that is your lot good um and uh thanks for living it we will see you next week maybe definitely (laughs) (laughs) and then the week after that Definitely. And then the week after that. And then so on. Goodbye. Dave, you okay? What's wrong? I'm really... I had a stressful week this week. Oh, hang on. Uh, Sean, yeah. uh, poached eggs or fried eggs? Oh, uh, fried, please. <laughs>